day of shooting, we picked the most difficult set ever. Smoke, mirrors in every direction. Love it. Welcome to Twilight. You're listening to Another Bite of Twilight, a podcast where we look back on our obsession with the Twilight Saga and continue to freak out 10 years later. Hey guys! Hello! <laughs> Thank you for tuning in this week. I'm Kelly. I'm Mel. And welcome to the podcast. Yeah, this is another bite of Twilight. Mm-hmm. I think it's... What episode number is this? Gosh, Gosh. is this 25? Oh my god, 25! Whoa! Wow, that's a big number. That's crazy. Yeah. It's weird. We're coming on almost a year, right? Yeah. We should figure out the exact date and make a big deal out of it. Yeah, we should. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today, guys. Yeah, welcome back. Okay, happy Twilight Tuesday. Thanks, Mel. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so today we're back to finish discussing Eclipse, the novel. Yes. Or and Eclipse, if, the novel. Yeah, depending on how you say it, whatever your preference is. <laughs> Today, we have a lot to discuss. It's the second half of the novel, but before we get into it, I have some mm-hmm. corrections to make. Ooh, little corrections corner. I don't remember if this was in the last episode, but I came up with a little conspiracy theory that Billy, oh, th- I think this was in our fashion episode, that Billy poisoned Harry Clearwater. <laughs> yes. That he poisoned him or (laughs) somehow deliberately caused his heart attack because he was in love with Sue Clearwater. (laughs) But um, one of our good listeners, Deborah, (laughs) tweeted at us and reminded us that uh, in the Twilight Illustrated Guide, it says Harry's heart attack was triggered by seeing Leah Faze for the first time. That's what I told you! told me that well i said that he was like shocked oh yeah but actually yeah. in the movie it's because of victoria so. yeah um which i feel like i already knew all of this so i don't know why the conspiracy but it still <laughs> stands like the, yeah i see your point like it weakened his health or something yeah yeah harry still could have like maybe it was a long time coming he purposely was giving <laughs> him some type of food like oh and harry uh oh we know it's harry's fish fry maybe he was like putting something in the beer or whatever that was gonna weaken <laughs> harry's heart maybe mel listeners what do you think is mel right or did she just get debunked i don't know <laughs> i made an instagram post that was about uh it was using the face app that aged all the Cullens and the wolves. Oh, yeah. And I made a post saying, like, is Jacob, is Renesmee going to turn Jacob into a vampire? And everyone corrected <laughs> me and said that that's not possible. <laughs> yeah. However, I do think that another Cullen could turn Jacob. So is it well, totally outside the realm of possibility that he could become a vampire? I don't think so. Someone said that uh, Venom is poisonous to the. Oh, yeah. Wolves. Oh, so he just died. Yeah, but How do they know that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think that's in the books at all, is Did it? Did they ever try? Did anyone ever try to bite a werewolf? Hmm, okay. I guess he's not turning into a vampire werewolf. 
Yeah, but I don't understand how he's going to stay alive. Like, is he just being around the Cullens for the rest of his life? He won't die? I guess if he's an active werewolf, that would be kind of sad, though. He's going to have to watch all his pack die away, and he's going to stay alive forever with Nesme. That seems a bit weird. Yeah, that does seem weird. I have some thoughts on this that come up later in Eclipse that okay. I like to discuss. But Cool, we'll get to it. So we, ha- we have a lot to get to today, so let's just jump right into it. Okay, so we pick up on chapter 14, right? Yes, declaration. Here it starts, they're very concerned about the newborn army, and I thought it was interesting, they're trying to like get Peter and Charlotte to try to come help them. These are Jasper's friends. I just think it's interesting that the Collins are friends with vampires who drink human blood. Don't you think that's kind of weird? Yeah, that is kind of weird. I don't know how they can reconcile that. Especially when one of them is dating a human. It's just kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah, especially since they feel so strongly about their beliefs. I feel like especially Edward, I think it would be hard to overlook. Yeah, I mean, he's killed people before too, but... That's true. Not innocent people. Oh, and then Bella is suggesting she could help in the fight if she was turned. I'm like, Bella, chill. Yeah, she keeps suggesting this. She even, <laughs> not to jump ahead, but she suggests this at the last minute, like right before the fight is about to start. Like it's an hour away from the fight. And she's like, I know. You, you could turn me now. And it's like, okay, are you an idiot, Bella? They've told you time and time again, it's going to take like three days for the transition to happen. <laughs> turn me now. I know. She wants it. So... My first note for this chapter is I think it's interesting that Renee bails on Bella's graduation. I was just going to say that. Jeez. And Bella's kind of relieved because that means her mom will be like one less person that they have to worry about. But. Oh, yeah. Come on, Renee. Come on, Renee. It's because Bill broke his thigh bone, which that is is really bad. His career is probably over. Oh, probably. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he's a baseball player yeah that's horrible i know i wrote ouch in the margins <laughs> ouch <laughs> it's really interesting that he's a minor league baseball player because they really don't make much money at all and then they like their whole career is waiting to be yeah drafted hopefully into the major leagues and it seems like that's not going to happen for him uh-oh imagine if it did imagine if he became like a pro baseball player <laughs> That would be cool. Yeah. And then his, like, stepdaughter goes missing and it's on national yeah. television. <laughs> yeah. Is he technically her stepdad? Yeah, she he never is. refers to him as that. Does she? I think she probably does once, right? Or no, or Wait, she they're just... married, right? Yeah. She regards Phil to me like some distant boyfriend. It's like she doesn't really know him that well. Yeah, but she did live with him, right? Yeah. Yeah, what's her relationship with Phil like? She doesn't give a fuck about Phil. I know. (laughs) She really doesn't. I don't think she's talked on the phone with him. No. (laughs) She's like, how's Phil, mom? Oh, nice. Yeah. She probably doesn't even ask. No, she she probably doesn't like get him a gift or anything for christmas (laughs) but i think she lived with him for a few months at least Mm. i don't really know when he joined the picture i wish we knew yeah but i mean one last person for bella to have to be attached (laughs) to 
She's only attached to like three people. Yeah, hardly. She's hardly <laughs> attached to her parents. Yeah. It's true. Oh, Bella. You'd think in this time she'd want to like, not to jump ahead, but have special moments with her parents before she's going to turn into a vampire. But she still just wants to spend all of her time with Edward. It's true. Oh, Bells. Oh, Bells. <laughs> oh, on page 315, there's a cute kissing scene with Edward. Yeah, I have that noticed. Oh, he lifts her onto the counter. Why do I not remember this? And she says, I stretched onto my tiptoes to kiss him. He put his hands around my waist and lifted me onto the kitchen counter so I wouldn't have to reach as far. That worked for me. I locked my arms around his neck and melted against his cold chest. But then, too soon, as usual, he pulled away. That was hot, though. Yeah. And random. Came out of nowhere. My next note's 317. Oh, I probably have the same thing. Is it that Jasper was thinking of cheating? Yeah, killing humans and Bella's, like, for it. Yeah! <laughs> First of all, I thought that was crazy. That was totally cut out of the movie. It was like, what? Jasper's gonna drink someone's blood? Then Bella's like, okay, well, I hate to say so- we have to sacrifice someone, but all right. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty messed up. Like, it'd be different if she already transitioned and was, you know, like, not a human anymore. But how can she reconcile that? At least she says, I was horrified at myself, but not entirely able to deny it either. That Deny that she was willing to let a stranger die. Oh, I guess. (laughs) She's a little self-absorbed, Bella. Yeah. I feel like it doesn't cross her mind that people, like, just because their lives are, like, set in reality in the human (laughs) world, that doesn't mean their lives are any less meaningful. That's true. Yeah. Kind of looks down on humans. She does. You're so right. I mean, it makes a super interesting book. This is a weird series. And I like that stuff in a way, but it is like, what the hell? Yeah. That's wrong. Even though she struggles with it and is afraid that she'll, you know, want to destroy the whole town, I could see her being a non-vegetarian vampire. (laughs) Yeah. It seems like it. Also, I thought it's interesting um, on the next page, 318, She's talking mm-hmm. about uh, how she has to, like, study for her finals. And I don't get why she cares so much if she's not <laughs> going to go to college. I know. Same question as before. Yeah. Why is she trying so hard in school? Yeah. Especially since she has a lot more important things going on now. So then Jacob shows up uh, and he honks his horn. And it's funny. Edward says, that's impolite. Edward growled. That's- I know. That's Jacob. I sighed. And I hurried out before Jacob did something to really set... Edward's teeth on edge. Ugh. That's Jacob. He's just a dick. Yeah. I loved that. (laughs) Yeah. The next page mentions how Jacob talks about how Billy's always at the Clearwaters helping Sue out after Harry died. And that's because (laughs) Sue's struggling with the fact that both of her kids are now werewolves. But I also think it has ulterior motives there. Yeah. He definitely likes Sue. Yeah. For sure. I was wondering here on this page, do the wolves have day jobs? Oh my gosh, it doesn't seem like they do <laughs> anything. Because remember, like, doesn't he do like, according to the guide sabbatical from school, Jacob? Yeah. So he's not in school. Yeah, what are they doing with their lives? Well, I feel like they mentioned school in, 
in this part he says like he's on summer vacation here but what about sam he's like a real adult how does he provide (laughs) for his family because it doesn't seem like emily has a job either (laughs) the wives have to work and do all the housekeeping yeah well the boys just go off all day and run around I think that's what the dynamic is. I really Yeah. Do. It's like their job is just hunting vampires. <laughs> yeah, I really wonder how they're providing yeah, how they food. I don't know. I guess you could just like hunt food in a way, but they still have to pay their bills. <laughs> yeah. I think that the girls are doing everything. Yeah, they must be. <laughs> so weird. Yeah. Bella goes to Jacob's and he's wicked tired and he falls asleep after what I wrote in my notes were some typical passive-aggressive comments. Yeah. He's like, hey, it's the least I can do. I offered eternal servitude, remember? I'm your slave for life. I don't want a slave. What do you want, Bella? I don't know. He's just... Everything's always so serious. (laughs) What I hate about Jacob in this whole book is he acts like he knows Bella more than she knows herself. Yeah. He's always looking for a fight and a conflict. I thought it's interesting in this chapter, Bella is thinking about how she wants Edward to change her. Mm -hmm. And she sees it as, like, romantic or almost sexual, which I never really considered before. I totally forgot about this passage. I kind of thought about that, yeah. Yeah, on page 324, she says, It was hard to define, even to myself, why it mattered. There was just something about him being the one to make the choice, to want to keep me enough that he would just allow me to be changed. He would act to keep me. It was childish, but I liked the idea that his lips would be the last good thing I I would feel. Even more embarrassingly, something I would never say aloud, I wanted his venom to poison my system. It would make me belong to him in a tangible, quantifiable way. Whoa. It is kind of sexual. Yeah, it's kind of (laughs) hot. It is. And then at the end of this chapter, Jacob professes his love for Bella. He already did. (laughs) Like, why do we have this again? I wrote this in my notes. I was like, he already professed his love during the imprinting chapter. Remember when he was like, you're the only one I see. I don't see anyone else. Yeah, but this one is a more in a like pick me type way. I guess but I was like, he's like, Bella, you need to hear this. I'm like, she already knows. Yeah. You, like, you don't need to be like, you just need to be clear. I think it is clear. He says the thing, uh, I was planning to do this a little bit differently. Smoother. Smoother. <laughs> <laughs> that line's in the movie. Smoother. <laughs> There's a lot of lines in the movie that they translated word for word, actually. Yeah, there are. He's just putting her in an uncomfortable position. Yeah. I'm in love with you, Bella. Bella, I love you. And I want you to pick me instead of him. I know you don't feel that way, but I need the truth out there so that you know your options. I wouldn't want miscommunication to stand in our way. And that's the end of the chapter. Yeah, and then the next chapter is called Wager, which already I don't like this name because I don't think that relationships are ever anything that you can wager it's not like oh i didn't even think of that it's not a negotiation like you either (laughs) have feelings for someone or you don't like you can't try to persuade someone into wanting to be with you it's so crazy i know i feel like that would have been a better title for when bella and edward are talking about 
like oh I want to get married like oh well I want to have sex with you and like yeah oh well I want you to go to college like that makes more sense to me they're yeah. like wagering things but not their relationship or not wagering their feelings for each other but Bella's being very you know Jacob is saying I want you to pick me like I know you're in love with me too but Bella's being very clear she says I miss when you're not there, when you're happy. It makes me happy, but I could say the same thing about Charlie, Jacob. Your family, I love you, but I'm not in love with you. Oh, I was so proud of her when she did that. Yeah, but then he's not buying it. But you do want me around. Yeah. Yes, then I'll stick around. I don't know, he's just uh, not taking no... He's not taking no for an answer. We said this last time, too. Yeah. I think it's, I wrote in the margins that I think it's toxic persistence. I don't know if that's a phrase. But <laughs> he says on page 330, I forgive you. Just try not to get too mad at me because I recently decided that I'm not going to give up. There is really something irresistible about a lost cause. Yeah. And then she says, Jacob, I love him, Jacob. He's my whole life. And it's like, she's telling you exactly how she feels. So yeah. if you're not going to give up, that's your problem like you can't like then whine about how she loves him because she's being very clear yeah i know it drives me nuts and people of jacob i'm sorry that we're trashing on him here but i think it's really messed up like you can see that he's like trying to wear her down in a way and it works yeah. like jumping ahead but later when he threatens to kill himself oh. that's like the final straw and then she's like kiss me and it's like she's, yeah he's really using all his emotions against her yeah totally manipulate wear her her. down yeah so this part honestly this was painful for me to read so this is when (gasps) yeah me too forcibly kisses her and i feel like when i was uh in middle school i thought that this was wrong and i hated it but now that i'm reading it again especially like after the whole me too movement like yeah I, i hate to say it but this really sounds and reads like a sexual assault and actually, later in the book, she does call it assault, but it's yeah. treated kind of like a joke. But yeah. I felt the same way. I was like, holy shit. And I was even telling my friend Abby later in the kitchen. I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't remember it this bad, but it was really bad. It's horrible. It's like very scary almost. Should we yeah. read it? Yeah, we should. Okay. So I honestly like trigger warning because this does read like an assault. It's horrible. Okay, I'll read it. His lips crushed mine, stopping my protest. He kissed me angrily, roughly, his other hand gripping tight around the back of my neck, making escape impossible. I shoved against his chest with all my strength, but he didn't seem to notice. His mouth was soft despite the anger, his lips molding to mine in a warm, unfamiliar way. I grabbed at his face, trying to push it away, failing again. He seemed to notice this time, though, and it aggravated him. His lips forced mine open, and I could feel his hot breath in my mouth. Acting on instinct, I let my hands drop to my side and shut down. I opened my eyes and didn't fight, didn't feel, just waited for him to stop. It worked. The anger seemed to evaporate, and he pulled back to look at me. He pressed his lips softly to mine once again. Once, twice, a third time. I pretended I was a statue and waited. Finally, he let go of my face, and he leaned away. Are you done now? I asked in an expressionless voice. This is crazy. It's disgusting. Do you think that Stephanie Meyer agrees that this is really bad? I don't know, because it's not treated like Bella forgives him so easily and she's angry about it, but it's really not treated as a, I don't know, like I feel like if this happened in real life, it would be way more serious. Yeah, I agree. 
Ugh, the worst part for me is when she says she shuts down and she just stands there limply waiting for him to stop. Yeah. That really disturbed me. Yeah. Or even in the beginning, I didn't read this, but he held her chin and his fingers were so tight that it hurt. Oh. And then I'm so proud of Bella for punching him. And I hate that it hurts her hand, but... Yeah. I mean, I was always proud of her. Yeah, when I was little, I thought this was wrong. Not little, but when I was like... 13, 14. I did think this was wrong and I hated Jacob. I'm sorry, Team Jacob people. I'm sorry. But <laughs> it's like we knew all along, but now reading it again, I'm just shocked. Yeah. I mean, it just sounds so disturbing and it's so gross. And mm-hmm. like, she's very clear that she doesn't want it and he has no regard for that. He doesn't care at all. Yeah. I'm wondering why does she want to be his friend? <laughs> yeah. And then this really creep me out on the top of page 333 jacob says you're going to think about it tonight when he thinks you're asleep he'll be thinking about your options and actually we're in bella's head and she doesn't think about that she's just angered by it it's crazy he's just not listening to her at all she says i hate you jacob black and he says that's good hate is a passionate emotion like (laughs) he's completely blocking out anything she says and just going by his own feelings and is like living in his own reality yeah and then on 334 she says he would twist anything i said yeah i I wrote manipulative psycho yeah so here's a question though and listeners tell us what you think do you think this is worse than edward taking apart her car motor do you think it's worse than edward i don't know leaving her like what what is the worst thing that edward does that compares to this do you think I think the worst thing he does is probably accidentally just putting her in danger all the time when he throws her against the wall, even though it's to protect her, like she physically, Mm -hmm. she's like physically in danger. And also there is some psychological abuse in him taking apart her car motor and having that control over her. But I don't know, like, I don't know. I, I would like to know what our listeners think, but I think this is probably this and the other kiss from Jacob are so horrible to me because it's just an unwanted like to me this is kind of like sexual violence in a way he's holding her there against her will and forcing her into something she doesn't want it's so uncomfortable yeah it feels worse to me but yeah I'd be curious to hear what other people think I wrote in my notes if I was Bella I would be so upset I would be crying to unintentionally also this is just another aspect. To unintentionally cheat on the man I love against my will, I would just be so upset. Like, I don't know. Yeah. To not even want to do this and to be in a relationship, too, would feel so upsetting. Yeah. And plus, it's her friend, too. You know, someone she yeah. has, she deeply cares about. And to do something so violating like that when she's not thinking of him in that way, it's just so disturbing. Right before that, she says, I think of you as family. And then imagine if, like, your family member did that to you. It's just gross. So then she punches him. She hurts her hand. And then uh, Jacob takes her back to Charlie's house. And Mm -hmm. Charlie's reaction is disappointing. Yeah. He says to Jacob, when Jacob says, I kissed her, he says, good for you, kid. And then Bella says, I punched Jacob. And Edward says, good. (laughs) (laughs) Good. (laughs) <laughs> i think the thing i like about this scene though is it's the presence of charlie being there as jacob and edward are just seething at each other adds so much tension to the scene yeah it really does like it's almost 
it's more exciting than if they were just alone and going at each other because you know that they want to kill each other and the only thing that's stopping <laughs> them is Charlie. Yeah, it is funny. And Charlie's kind of trying to tell Jacob, like, I think you should leave. And yeah. Jacob's crazy. He's not leaving. Yeah. He's, like, willing to go face Edward. It's very weird. Charlie's like, now, now. <laughs> I don't want any fighting. Do you understand? <laughs> It's, like, funny because he thinks that he's so threatening, but really, there's, like, nothing that he could do. <laughs> yeah, it's a vampire and a werewolf. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and the chief of police. Belle is really angry, though. She says, Dad, don't you have a baseball bat somewhere in your room? I want to borrow it for a minute. Yeah. Cool, cool. So then Charlie leaves. He goes inside, but this is when Edward and Jacob are really giving it to each other. Mm-hmm. And Edward says to Jacob, but if you ever bring her back damaged again, and I don't care whose fault it is, I don't care if she merely trips or if a meteor falls out of the sky and hits her in the head, if you return her to me in less than perfect condition that I left her in, you will be running with three legs. Do you understand that? <laughs> Jacob rolls his eyes. And Edward continued as if he hadn't heard me. And if you ever kiss her again, I will break your jaw for her, he promised. His voice was still gentle and velvet and deadly. What if he... Mm. And then Jacob says, what if she wants me to? And Edward says, if that's what she wants, then I won't object. You might want to wait for her to say it rather than trust your interpretation of body language, but it's your face. So Edward really clearly here understands consent. Mm-hmm. And she's trying yeah. to teach Jacob about it. Edward is such a gentleman. Besides the car thing, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, and here it really makes me think that the, all the crazy stuff he did before was for her safety. Doesn't make it not crazy, but it is clear that he isn't just jealous. He is saying, like, if she wants to kiss you, then that's okay. And he demonstrates that later in the book. Spoiler. He isn't being possessive that way. Yeah. Which is cool. Edward says, one more thing. I'll be fighting for her, too. You should know that. I'm not taking anything for granted, and I'll be fighting twice as hard as you will. Good, Jacob growled. It's no fun being someone who forfeits. She is mine. Edward's low voice was suddenly dark, not as composed as before. I didn't he didn't say it as angry there. as that. <laughs> okay, she is mine. Edward's low voice was suddenly dark, not as composed as before. I didn't say I would fight fair. He still didn't say it like that. <laughs> I can't. I can't do an Edward impression. I can't. I know. It's always described as him being like velvet voiced. And how am I supposed I don't to know. do that? <laughs> I don't know how he would say it. it I'm picturing him just like mumbling it, which is kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, She's that's mine. <laughs> yeah. I didn't say I would fight fair. <laughs> oh, Why is okay. he talking so quiet? I don't it's know. It's so creepy. <laughs> yeah. But. That's almost kind of like, it's not funny, but it's just interesting how they're both now like in this game for Bella. Yeah. I'd be pretty fed up if I was Edward. Yeah, me too. Like, oh, what is going on? Like, what is this relationship? Why Especially- am I fighting a guy for you? Yeah. I wouldn't be fed up with Bella, really, but... I'd be kind of fed up with Bella. Be like, can you... I mean, yeah, it's not her fault, but it's... I feel like if, if this was real life and I was dating someone, I don't know, it would feel kind of ridiculous. Yeah, but I think that Edward sees it as a consequence for him leaving Bella in the first place. If he had never left her, yeah. this wouldn't be a problem. That's true. That's true. 
cut out what I just said. No, keep it, keep it. <laughs> oh, so then at the end of this chapter, Bella's mm-hmm. thinking about when she becomes a vampire and she's thinking about like, well, I want to kill people, blah, blah, blah. But then yeah. she's thinking how there's one thing she wants to do before she's turned. And she says, was there a human experience that I was not willing to give up? And spoiler alert, I think that's about sex, right? Mm. Wait, what is she talking about before? She's talking about, like, uh, when she becomes a vampire, like, she'll be wild, bloodthirsty, and, like, that's all she'll want, you know? Mm-hmm. Why is she thinking about sex, though, while Carlisle's, like, helping her hand? Is she? Uh, no, isn't she in her room? Wait, right before she says, was there a human experience that I was not willing to give up? Oh, yeah! Carlisle's putting a brace on her. And then she's (laughs) lost in thought. She's not explicitly thinking about sex, but we can infer. Hello? Hi, can you hear me? Sorry. (laughs) I took my shirt off. Oh. (laughs) Who are you, Jacob? (laughs) Yeah. It's getting hot in here. Also, guess what? What? This is not an an ad. I'm wearing my Hey Maven Twilight underwear right now. (gasps) Oh. Yep. Not sponsored, just love it. Uh, wait, you have the uh, Team Switzerland one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. And that's from a listener. Yes. Annika, yes. Annika at Hey Maven. Yeah. Okay, the next chapter is called Epoch. So Bella's getting ready for her graduation, and we have an appearance from her khaki skirt. Yeah! <laughs> I was so excited at this part. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> This is so fun. She has nothing to wear for graduation. She's trying to get dressed. And Alice says, for crying out loud, you only have one skirt. And it's the khaki skirt. <laughs> I just got to say, I really like Alice in the books. And yeah. I like Ashley Green, as I've said before, but I feel like there's a little bit lost from book to movie translation. I agree. Alice is a lot more, like, giddy and... Uh... She's kind of sassy, too. Yeah, yeah. I love her. So here's when Bella realizes that Seattle, all the murders, and her intruder are connected. Which I, I kind of think is weird that it took that long for them to figure that out. But yeah. whatever. I think it's really obvious. And I feel like when I was reading this, I mean, it's so long ago, but when I was reading this for the first time, I don't think that this was a big shock to me. I don't think it was for me either. Yeah. I think, like, anyone can piece it together. <laughs> And, like, Bella comes up with this idea, and they're all like, hmm, maybe. Like, <laughs> they still don't buy it. I know. It's weird. Like, I like your theory. Yeah. Why is this a theory? It seems so obvious. Yeah. Whatever. Especially since the vampire world, I don't think it's that big. Like, what I are know. the odds that there'd be this random vampire army? In the same territory as their other enemy. Yeah. <laughs> And, like, they already knew that Victoria was hunting Bella. Yeah, they're like, why would someone be after you? Yeah, it's so dumb. (laughs) So they're going to graduation. I thought this was so funny. Edward is riding in the police cruiser with Charlie and Bella. Mm -hmm. And he's in the back with the fiberglass divider between them. Oh, yeah, that is funny. I thought it was cute. He said, you are so beautiful. And then he looked like he wanted to say more, but Charlie, in an obvious maneuver that he's meant to be subtle shrugged in between us and put his arm around my shoulders i think that's at the actual graduation but yeah charlie's crying 
about Bella graduating, which I thought was sweet. Mm. I think it's weird. It is weird how Bella refers to her parents in her head by their first names. It is weird. Some people do that, but it's really? not that common. Well, maybe not in their head, but some people do call their parents by their first name. Yeah, it's weird. Mm-hmm. I, I only do if I'm, like, being sassy. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people lately have been giving their parents nicknames. Do you see that online? Like, if they post a picture with their mom, they'll be like, um, Care Bear or something like like. Oh, no, this, I haven't seen that. Yeah, like if their name is Karen or something or like Susie Weird. P. Like if they're... What? Like, let's say the name was like Susie and then the last name was P like they'll always be like oh Susie P like it's like some that's weird iconic yeah it's weird seems a little disrespectful I feel like it's meant to be like endearing like their parent is like a character Mm -hmm. in a way seems to me like they're making fun of them yeah I I feel the same way (laughs) (laughs) I don't know but maybe I'm reading it wrong anyway Oh, Eric is the valedictorian. Yes. Our question was answered. Weird. Imagine if in the movie they had Eric give the graduation speech. (laughs) They should have. I know. Whatever. No, Anna Kendricks was awesome. I guess he could have said it, though. I'm the eyes and ears of this place. (laughs) He could say that speech. I'm pretty sure Jessica is the valedictorian because I think he says, like, cliches of the bread and butter of the valedictorian speech right oh because i wasn't sure if she was class president or valedictorian but i think yeah yeah which is weird that is weird yeah tv shows they always have like a random valedictorian too yeah one that like it's not likely yeah valedictorian has to be someone who's super obsessed with school and doesn't really have i mean sometimes they're they are well-rounded and really cool, but a lot of times they, like, <laughs> that's kind of their whole life. I feel like Bella could have been valedictorian. <laughs> yeah, imagine that. She was so dedicated to school. I don't get how she could have been that dedicated and be a B student or something. Yeah. I don't know. Especially since it's such a small school, there's not a lot of competition. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote that Bella is so emotionless because she is, during her whole graduation, like, they go out to dinner and she's just trying to, like, get through the motions. Yeah. She really doesn't care. I didn't really like that part. Like, I I do disconnect with Bella in some parts because I do wish that she had more of a connection Mm -hmm. to her human life. And, like, to me, it does seem like she doesn't really respect humans and their little (laughs) events and problems. (laughs) Yeah. I wonder if anyone relates to that, though. I don't know. Hmm. It's funny how Jessica, she's being super nice to Bella at the graduation. She's like, oh, my God, Bella, I can't believe we only just met. I'm going to miss you so much. Like, can't believe it's the (laughs) end. And that's so true to real life. It's like when you were in high school, there's people who, like, you barely talked to or, like, never cared for. And then on the last day, you're like, oh, my God. Like, (laughs) will you sign my yearbook? It's true. It's true. (laughs) But Bella's not falling for it. I thought Edward was really sexy on page 356, which I don't usually use that word, but it's just, he says, congratulations, Edward whispered in my ear, his arms winding around my waist. His voice is subdued. He'd been in no hurry for me to reach this particular milestone. The last part's not that sexy, but the beginning was. (laughs) 
Oh, Bella's so emo. She doesn't even toss her graduation cap up. I know. She's... It's so late that she just lets it fall to the ground. She is so emo. I wonder if Edward tossed his hat up. Probably. Actually, I don't know. And Alice doesn't even attend, really. Well, she does, but last minute. She just, like, prances on stage, and she's translating the battle hymn of the Republic into Arabic and then into Korean sign language because she's trying to distract her thoughts so that Edward can't read Bella's idea that it's Victoria all along, which is dumb because then Bella tells Edward like right afterwards anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I know that they have a ton of free time to learn things, but why would she know Korean sign language? I know. Just why? It's like they don't know everything. I could see, like, Italian, but Korean sign language? Why would Alice know that? She's not even that old. Oh, so you already said this, but Charlie takes (laughs) Bella out for dinner, and I hate how she's just, like, not engaging in conversation with him at all. Like, he's trying to have this, like, special moment. She just graduated, and she's Mm -hmm. just picking at her burger and, like, waiting until it's (laughs) over. And it's so sad to me because she's going to up and abandon Charlie soon. Why wouldn't she want to just take advantage of this time together it is really sad i don't know and charlie definitely like his reaction to jacob kissing bella was disappointing but he's gotten better he says well you look really nice i wish i'd thought to get you something sorry i feel like i don't always do everything for you that i should she says no you're the best dad and then he says maybe but i'm sure i slipped up a few places i mean look at your hand i never thought i needed to teach you how to throw a punch guess i was wrong about that and Bella says, I thought you were on Jacob's side. And he says, no matter what side I'm on, if someone kisses you without your permission, you should be able to make your feelings clear without hurting yourself. Yeah, that it's was getting, good. Yeah, it's getting better. Mm-hmm. And he says, hit him in the gut next time. Yeah. And he drives her to the Collins house where there's a graduation party that Alice has been planning. And if that was crazy, there's like three miles of Christmas lights up to their house. Yeah, that's... a well it's every every few trees apparently but that's crazy but also really pretty yeah (laughs) i wonder how high up they were i don't know like what would people think would they think that she like hired someone to like go up on a ladder (laughs) i don't know i picture them near the road i guess to guide people but i don't know okay so chapter 17 is called alliance so here this is at the graduation party I just a general question about the graduation party. Yeah. Is there drinking at this party? Ah, I have the same... <laughs> no, I have the same note. Like, what the hell are they doing at this party? I don't get it. They're <laughs> acting like it's the party of the century. And I'm not saying... I know we have a lot of younger listeners. I'm not saying you need alcohol to have fun. No, but no, no. <laughs> why isn't that even brought up at all? I don't know. How could it be that fun? I'm sorry. <laughs> It's like the body swayed to the music. <laughs> She's acting like it's a club or something. I know. <laughs> People aren't just that drunk on nothing. <laughs> <laughs> that their music's pulsing. It, I don't know. They're making it sound nuts. And especially, I don't know, 18-year-olds are so insecure, I think. And yeah. And they're all, like, scared and intimidated to be there. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I'm not saying, I don't support underage drinking or anything, but, uh, you know, it's 
just weird. <laughs> it's weird that it's not even mentioned. And like Esme and Carlisle are there. So I'm assuming that <laughs> they wouldn't be serving alcohol. Everyone I mean, is so straightish. You can't be serving alcohol when like the doctor is there. Like the one doctor in town. <laughs> you know, okay, so I'm 24. So I can say this stuff. I... The fact that the Collins don't drink alcohol, this sounds so bad, turns me off from becoming a vampire. <laughs> yeah, do they have it? Do they have any method of uh, doing their feelings? I love coffee too. I wouldn't want to give that up. I don't how, know. How do they let loose? I don't know. <gasps> they don't. They just sit and think for years. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. No, even, like, the fact that they don't sleep. Yeah. It's be too much. Or they don't eat. Like, I think you've said before, like, yeah, they could travel the world, but one of the best things about traveling is trying all the different food in different places. So what are yeah. you doing? Just, like, looking at <laughs> art? <laughs> yeah, that's one of the best things about traveling is food and drinks, if yeah. you're into that. Pretty pretty straight-edge party. <laughs> I thought this was funny. Bella says, I saw Emmett grin at Mike over the food table with the red lights gleaming off his teeth and watched Mike take an automatic step back. <laughs> I like that too. <laughs> That's funny. I thought it was funny that she's wearing this graduation party outfit. I don't know what it is, but Edward says, you're perfect. And Ella says, you'll do. <laughs> Just like about her fashion. I wonder if it's as bad as the outfit she wore in the, the movie. I don't know. Jacob shows up to the party, and I thought he was really aggressive again. He says, he put his hand under my chin and pulled my face up. Could I just have a few seconds of your undivided attention, Miss Swan? It's way too close. Yes. What the heck? But he did give her this bracelet for graduating with the wolf uh, pendant, I guess. Yeah. That he carved. Yeah, it's kind of impressive. I'll give him that. Yeah, it is. It's cute. Yeah. All right. Although it's a little self, self-absorbed self that it's him. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's like in High School Musical 2 when Troy gives uh, Gabriella the tea necklace. <laughs> Why did you just bring up High School Musical again? You did that last episode. I remember watching that with my mom when it first premiered and she goes, That's arrogant. <laughs> It's funny. That's so true, Mary. I love that meme. She's like, tea for Troy? No, tea for tuberculosis. (laughs) (laughs) Tea for thyroid. (laughs) Thyroid, oh my god. So then Belle's looking around at the party, and she's thinking about how all these people might die because of her since the army's coming to Forks. Yeah. So the Cullens and the wolves are going to work together now? Yeah. And she is really nervous about that and doesn't want anyone to get hurt. And she wants to sacrifice herself, basically. Yeah. Like, Bella, please. Classic Bella. I know. It's so dumb. They're not going to be happy if you do that. Yeah, everyone will be devastated if you do that. And also, so the wolves agree to fight. And she's like, no, you are staying out of this. Alice, tell them no. I insisted. They'll get killed. And it's like, okay, so either they don't fight (laughs) And all these innocent people here at the party who were just 
like lamenting about or whatever are gonna get killed or they fight and like maybe everyone survives which spoiler alert they do (laughs) it's just like weird how she says no they can't fight but then she doesn't have any alternative yeah except except sacrificing herself so everybody else lives it's like too unrealistically selfless Mm. i thought it was interesting that then jasper is like oh let's meet up later and he says what's too late for you and all three meaning jacob Embry, and quill they rolled their eyes and they said what time and he says three o'clock where but like i was wondering do they sleep like that's so late for them i don't know i think edward says that they they don't need to sleep as much as her later on but i don't know how much they do yeah do they sleep during the day or something i don't know yeah, I mean, they do need to sleep. Like, in the tent scene, Jacob's like, I didn't get a good night's sleep last night. But <laughs> I will say, it seems like dogs, like, they sleep, but then when they when they wake up, they're awake. You know what I mean? Yeah. But dogs... <laughs> like, they can run. Yeah, but they do sleep, like, all day. True, yeah. My cat does. Yeah. Not that that's the same, but... So then the next chapter is called Instruction. So this is when they go to meet up and talk about the plan and train for fighting yeah i don't really like this chapter i don't know it wasn't interesting for me me neither i totally agree i didn't take that many notes i thought this was kind of savage move of bella's and kind of bad behavior um because she's saying that she wants to watch the fighting and stuff and edward's like you're worn out no go to sleep and she says if you don't take me then i'll call jacob Mm. oh okay (laughs) That's a little a little unfair of her. Yeah, because she acts like she's so against this love triangle thing, but now she's kind of fueling it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. I think it's interesting how Edward is translating Sam's thoughts. And mm-hmm. I was wondering, what if someone accidentally thought something that he didn't want said aloud? And I then Edward <laughs> just spoke it like, I don't think he would, though, because remember when he's, like, translating what Ed- Jacob's thinking and he kind of changes it? Oh, yeah, yeah. I think and he he's thinks like, really quickly. That was funny. He's like, I thought it was rude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. I was wondering, because Bella's describing their fur, and I know that Jacob explains later that some people are fluffier because their hair is longer, like, meaning him. But yeah. where do they get their hair color from, their fur color? I don't know. Yeah, it's random. Yeah. I guess it's supposed to be, like, their personality or something. Maybe. So Jacob's there as a wolf, and he licks Bella's face, which oh, is weird. That's, yeah, that's inappropriate. <laughs> but she thinks it's... Well, actually, she thinks it's gross, but... She thinks it's gross, but she kind of laughs, and then she looks at Edward, and he's she thinks that he's disappointed that she wasn't more disgusted. So I was thinking when I was reading this, because this is only the third time that Bella sees Jacob as a wolf. Wouldn't it be kind of scary seeing someone that you love and care about as just a different creature? It would be very weird, yeah. I was thinking about that too, actually. Yeah, and like, where does their body go? It just disappears. I know, it's weird. Their face, their hair, their arms, they're just not there anymore. It would be surreal. Mm. I also think that's just like very unattractive that he's an animal. You know, like, (laughs) if she did pick Jacob, Emily, does she look at Sam when he's a wolf and like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I want that, you know? Hot. (laughs) (laughs) If so, that's disturbing. Do you ever look at your dog? I do this for both my dog and my cat, and I'm, like, worried that there's a person in there. Oh, my God. Or not a person, but, like, at least 
that my cat is as smart as a human and I don't know it or something. Like, I think about that. Mm, now I know that Lily's not as smart as a human. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like Fitz, my cat, knows me and, like, knows what I'm doing and is judging me or something. Yeah. <laughs> Lily's not that bright. <laughs> I'm telling her you said that. <gasps> it's fine. I say it right to her face. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, they make a plan to disguise Bella's scent with Jacob's and that she'll hide out with Seth while the fight is going on. Yeah, and so he's holding her. And it would make me uncomfortable how close he's being. She says, you can put me down, no? And he says, I don't want to take a chance of messing up the experiment. His walk slowed and his Mm -hmm. arms tightened. It's just like very, he's purposely being very physical with her. Yeah, and she says herself it felt too intimate on yeah. page 406. I forgot to say that Bella mentions that Edward can't go to that concert in Tacoma. Oh, yeah. Of this fight, and last episode I forgot what concert it was. I went back through our messages, and I saw that our listener at Fiery Spirit 11 told us that the concert is Lincoln Park. Wow. Very interesting. So Edward misses out on a Lincoln Park concert <laughs> this fight <laughs> but edward danced to the music i know i can't <laughs> picture him going to a concert except i said i pictured him going to a coldplay concert but then you said coldplay was dad music but i picture him at that oh yeah did you <laughs> cut that out of the episode yeah because we talked about it for way too long yeah so chapter 19 is called selfish this is when she eats Pop-Tarts. I always remember this. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I used to eat Pop-Tarts a lot in middle school, so... Yeah, your family loved Pop-Tarts. Yeah, so I really related to this. <laughs> I'd always have them at your house. Huge part of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's interesting. It's not a big deal, but... So this is when Edward brings up... He says, Jacob Black can give you presents. And I think it's interesting how they use that line actually in new moon the movie instead of eclipse so it's like they actually took lines from different books and put it in different movies that is interesting oh my gosh good catch yeah so it's like this uh melissa was it melissa rosenberg she yeah kind of you know read all the books and then put it together Mm-hmm. edward really wants to give her a gift and i was thinking is edward's love language gift giving do you know what the love language is? Yeah. It's <laughs> Receiving gifts, or what is it called? I feel like his might be gifts. He seems into it. I, I thought it was weirdly hot how he's wants to give her a gift, and he says, Don't you think it's fair then? He asked, looking up... D- Look, he asked, looking down at my hand as he spoke. He turned it palm up and ran his finger along the veins in my wrist. Like That is hot. That, <laughs> he does that a lot. It's, like, not really stereotypical typical vampire stuff like touching her veins or like like putting his lips to her neck yeah oh my god you're so right like subtle i want to drink your blood type things i never really even picked up on that like is he a little more devious than we know or like he can't help himself yeah maybe he's not implicitly doing it but it's subconscious do you think that that urge to kill her is a little bit of a masochistic, like, fetish for him? That he likes it? He, has, he wants to kill her? Yeah, like that it turns him on? <laughs> I'm wondering that, too. 
think. I don't know. It sounds wrong. Edward. <laughs> I don't know. But, like being in that discomfort. Like, do you think that that's like sexual for him? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Does it turn him on, especially that she has blood? But I feel like he's just as attracted to her when she's a vampire. True. Or is yeah. he? <laughs> we'll have to see, evaluate in Breaking Dawn. I don't yeah. Know. We'll pay close attention. <laughs> yeah, so she's saying, like, the reason why she doesn't want him to give her gifts is because she feels like he already is too much, like, too perfect, and it outweighs the balance between them. And I don't know why I think it's kind of funny. He says, the way you regard me is ludicrous. Just because, just thinking about Edward seeing himself is not that great. I don't know why. It's yeah. Cool to see his perspective. Yeah, his weaknesses. It's interesting when he's explaining imprinting to Bella or just talking about it. He kind of relates to it in a way. But he says, The imprinting impulsion is one of the strangest things I've ever witnessed in my life, and I've seen some strange things. The way Sam is tied to his Emily is impossible to describe, or should I say her Sam. Sam really had no choice. It reminds me of a Midsummer Night's Dream with all the chaos caused by the fairies' love spells, like magic. It's very nearly as strong as the way I feel about you. I feel like that was Stephanie Meyer's way of talking about the imprinting thing a little bit more and explaining it and, like, making it make sense to the reader. But, like, yeah. in Edward's understanding of it. Because I feel like she knows it's still weird. <laughs> then Edward reveals that Leah is a wolf now and that Embry turned into a wolf, but he shouldn't have because his dad wasn't a descendant. So then... His dad must either be Quill, Atera Sr., Joshua Yuli, or Billy Black, who are all married. Mm-hmm. Who, who do you think it was? I think it was Billy. <laughs> you just hate Billy. You know that Billy's, like, the most interesting option for those. Like, Stephanie, yeah. Stephanie wants you to think it's Billy. Wait, does she? I don't know. Are we supposed to think that? Well, we don't really know the other guys. <laughs> Billy, what the hell? He's a cheating uh, murderer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh. What if he murdered his wife? He didn't. <laughs> I'm just joshing. Sorry, shut the door. He didn't. I don't know. What was her name? Sarah? think so so here bella convinces edward Mm -hmm. to not fight because she can't stand to be without him and this is her like one condition either she wants to be involved in the fight or she wants him not to be involved yeah i was thinking does bella she does feel bad about it but like i'd be pissed if i was one of the Collins, especially rosalie that like we're in this situation because of edward and his love for bella (laughs) and he's not even gonna fight yeah it is kind of crazy i remember when i first read this in middle school i was really mad at bella during this part i remember being pissed at her this time I felt, for some reason, a little more sympathetic to her. But I totally see what you're saying. Like, what? His family is just going to fight for him, basically? Yeah. It's weird. But he was so supportive. It was crazy. He's like, don't apologize. He said, smiling just a little, never be afraid to tell me how you feel, Bella. If this is what you need, he shrugged. You are my first priority. I don't know. I was glad that he said, like, don't ever be afraid to say how you feel. Like, that was just really cute to me. Yeah, it's, I think 
it is a tough position that she puts him in because she's like she yeah. makes him choose between her or his family and she's she's aware of that too but she just can't stand to see him fight and i think it's like it's a weird predicament she's sacrificing someone she loves more than anyone else or she's sacrificing people that she loves for someone who she loves more than them yeah it's true even jacob yeah sorry team jacob peeps so then edward goes to talk to jasper about this and i don't like how he calls up alice and says could you come babysit bella because it just makes her sound like a child yeah he was joking yeah (laughs) (laughs) i don't get why emma is pleased that edward's not gonna fight i don't know i think because it makes edward look like a sissy yeah it's weird how this could be a potentially really deadly fight but they always talk about it like it's like a fun adventure for them yeah like i think they might downplay that for bella's sake but they're always like oh please edward emmett can't wait for the fight or something yeah they aren't very concerned but how does rosalie feel like (laughs) she must be pissed I don't know. They weirdly don't tell us how she feels. Yeah. And actually, here we have Edward is going to, quote, kidnap Bella, and she loves the idea. So remember when last episode I was like, would she like it if Edward kidnapped her? Well, I got the answer. Yeah. Yes. And then I'm pumped for this part because she's just thinking about it, and she says, you're kidnapping me? He nodded. I thought about that briefly. No Charlie listening downstairs, checking on me every so often, and no house full of wide-awake vampires with their intrusively sensitive hearing. Just him and me. Yeah. alone. (laughs) Uh, I know what she's thinking. Yeah. So excited. I'm so excited. But wait, there's Jacob. What's he doing there? Oh, he's a dog again? Yeah, and this is the part when Edward translates... I thought the end of the chapter was, like, trying to sound poetic and deep or something. It's like, the killing games continued in the clearing, and I stared at the hazy moon. Yeah, it's a throwaway line. <laughs> Kinda. I don't know why it's on its own separate paragraph. Yeah, she does it a lot, I feel. Just to, like, add the suspense, I guess, <laughs> but it's not really suspenseful. That's just me being picky. So, the next chapter is chapter 20. It's called Compromise. I love this chapter yeah me too before we get into the good parts so Bella's talking about colin and brady the two youngest werewolves yeah and they're 13 years old and i was thinking you know how the werewolves stop aging are they just stuck at 13 for a while <laughs> that's horrible <laughs> did they even get to go through puberty i don't get it because like it's <laughs> really bad transition once they hit a certain age why do some of them transition sooner I don't know, they're trying to say, like, oh, no, there's too many vampires that everyone's changing too early. So Bella's ready to get it tonight. Yep. It's interesting because I always thought that this scene when she wants to have sex with him is the mm-hmm. same scene as the leg hitching scene because that's how it is in the movie. It's but not. there's two different sexy scenes in this book. It's amazing. Actually, there's another one later, too. Yeah. It's awesome. The movie totally tames down. I know. There's only like one really hot scene in that. Yeah. It's crazy. I thought it was cool. Even Edward is into it, I think. He starts it off kind of saying, for this one night, can we try to forget everything besides just you and me? He pleaded, unleashing the full force of his eyes on me. It seems like I can never get enough time like that. I just need to be with you. Just you. Like, that feels hot to me. Yeah, and he's holding her and kissing her. 
as he's walking into the house and he never puts yeah. her down oh my god so they're basically like doing that thing where you, they like make out as they're getting into the house and they can't even stop kissing Mm-hmm. yeah his lips found mine as i heard him kick the truck's door shut behind me what why couldn't they have that in the movie i know it's so hot <laughs> they really played it down they do it's so lame in the movie so edward gives bella a charm for her bracelet that's crystal it's a heart it's cold <laughs> and s- s- shines just like him yeah i thought it was interesting how he said it's a hand-me-down and he says that he's given esme and alice both hand-me-downs from his mother too but he doesn't mention rosalie it's <laughs> so true he does not care about rosalie <laughs> no so yeah then after that she's like i have one condition and he's being kind of slow. She doesn't, he doesn't really get it. <laughs> yeah. She says, you, I mumbled almost incoherently. I'm yours. He smiled, still oblivious, trying to hold my gaze as I looked away again. Oh, this passage gets me. Again, I don't know how to talk <laughs> about this. <laughs> I know. It makes me blush. Read it out loud. I took a deep breath and shifted forward so that I was kneeling on the bed. Then I wrapped my arms around his neck and kissed him. He kissed me back, bewildered but willing. His lips were gentle against mine, and I could tell his mind was elsewhere, trying to figure out what was on my mind. I decided he needed a hint. My hands were slightly shaky so as I unlocked my arms from around his neck. My fingers slid down his neck to the collar of his shirt. The trembling didn't help as I tried to hurry to undo the buttons before he stopped me. His lips froze, and I could almost hear the click in his head as he put together my words and actions. Wow. So he's like, no, we're not having this discussion. We're not doing it. Then she says, I say we are, and then she unbuttons her shirt. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Oh, my God. She's saying, like, oh, because right now, physically, there's nothing I want more than you, more than food or water or oxygen. Intellectually, I have my priorities in a slightly more sensible order. But physically... Twisted my head to kiss the palm of his hand. I was going to say, this comes up a lot with both Edward and Jacob throughout the whole series. Do you ever feel like the kissing can be kind of weird? Yeah. She'll be kissing his shoulder, his wrist... Or he'll kiss her wrist. Or like, not that people don't do that. And I think it's cute, but sometimes it's a lot. I'm like, this, why are you making out with his shoulder? Yeah. <laughs> or he'll, he'll like kiss every finger. Or her jaw. It's always yeah. a jaw. It's like weird. It is weird. Kind of hot, but hard to picture. <laughs> so they're having this little discussion. Edward's saying, no, it's too dangerous. But then he kind of surrenders a bit yes yeah what page is it 449 again i took what advantage i could when his face turned toward mine with the slow movement of his indecision i twisted quickly in his arms till my lips reached his his hand seized my face and i thought he was going to push me away again i was wrong his mouth was not gentle there was a brand new edge of conflict and desperation in the way his lips moved I locked my arms around his neck into my suddenly overheated skin. His body felt colder than I ever than ever. I trembled, but it was not from the chill. 
He didn't stop kissing me. I was the one who had to break away, gasping for air. Even then, his lips did not leave my skin. They just moved to my throat. The thrill of victory was a strange high. It made me feel powerful, brave. My hands weren't unsteady now. I got through with the buttons on his shirt, this time easily. My fingers traced the perfect planes of his icy chest. He was too beautiful. What was the word he'd used just now? Unbearable. That was it. His beauty was too much to bear. (laughs) I pulled his mouth back to mine, and he seemed just as eager as I was. One of his hands still cussed my face. His other arm was tight around my waist, straining me closer to him. It made it slightly more difficult as I tried to reach the front of my shirt, but not impossible. <laughs> and then this is when it gets, like, kind of cringy because she's, like, trying to take her clothes off. And he's like, stop. And then yeah. she's like, do you want to do that part? Not tonight. Not tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, and then she feels really rejected and horrible. But I like how he's like, I'm not saying no. I'm just saying not tonight. Yeah. Then that's exciting because I'm like, oh. But it's weird that he's saying, no, like, we can't do this. It's too dangerous. But then he does give in, give in in this way that's very teasing. Do you think that he almost couldn't help himself and was going to, but then decided, like, no, we can't? Yeah, I wonder. Or do you think, like, did he change his mind right now? Because he's like, oh, my God, this is so hot. Like, okay, we will eventually. Because before it seemed like they were never going to when human. Yeah, but then as they're getting into it, he's like, okay, no, I have to. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) I wrote in my notes the suspense, capital letters, and tension, capital letters, is what makes this so good. (laughs) I know that, like, this is a young adult book, so, like, it can't be too dirty, but it is interesting how, like, when she's describing these scenes, and I'm not complaining, but, like... (laughs) They never touch their private parts. <laughs> I was going to say that earlier with the, oh, my God, I don't want my parents to listen to this. Maybe I'll just say it and see how it sounds. Um, This is going to be dirty. No, all the parts where they're, like, kissing his jaw, kissing my shoulder. I feel like in real life, that's when you would be feeling down there yeah yeah it's just weird like even her boobs. like that's how it progresses yeah or at least her boobs yeah it's it's always like his arm is around my waist yeah. the leg hitching is like the most we get there's really nothing suggestive of more and it's weird because it is for teens but a lot of it is about sex yeah is it supposed to be just like a pg-13 introduction to that stuff i don't know i don't know because i was thinking also when he's like we can't we can't and (laughs) bella never considers like wait does he have a penis (laughs) she must be able to see it a little bit through hands. wait has she seen him naked at this point and has he seen her naked i I wrote this in my notes why can't they just get naked why is he like Stop taking your clothes off. Like, yeah. what's wrong with that? <laughs> it's not going to kill her if you guys get naked. Yeah, and is that too too tempting, maybe? <laughs> also, I... Or at least in I, underwear. I feel like I've said this before, but, like, he <laughs> could just go down on her and it would solve all these problems. Does he think he would bite down? <laughs> maybe. I might not be able to control myself. I don't know. <laughs> He would really enjoy that, though. Yeah, he totally would. Oh, my God. Because he loves giving gifts. Yeah. (laughs) 
that that's just like doesn't exist in this universe. No. <laughs> but you know what? It's kind of cool because it, it just it does exist not on paper, but it's in everyone's mind. Exactly. It adds to the tension. <laughs> yeah. We're all thinking that, am I but right? You, you really are never completely satisfied, though, because you just want more from them. Yeah. I do think that it's important to remember that it is supposed to be young adult. Like, I remember going to the book fair, and these books were there, and they were like, oh, those are inappropriate. I literally remember that. Yeah. Teachers talking about what inappropriate Breaking Dawn was. So, I guess we have to remind ourselves that. <laughs> Why couldn't they have, like, the first two books be young adult and then, like, the second ones are, like, adult? Yeah. They should like, have. Has the series ever done that? Like, graduated It's genres? It's almost like if it was Harry Potter, but more. Because Harry Potter is kind of, like, for kids, then young adult. Yeah. If this was young adult, then adult. That would be so cool. Yeah. Oh, my God. But I... I don't know. I can't picture Stephanie Meyer writing something a little bit more explicit. I know. How do you feel about the way Edward feels about premarital sex? Um, or just kind of the judgment of it as, like, one rule, unbroken. I, like, respect it. I don't know. What yeah. do you think? Yeah, I thought, like, it, it... I don't know if it's Stephanie's own judgment on people, but, like... Mm-hmm. I don't think so, actually, because... Bella doesn't really feel that way, and, like, she acknowledges it's really old-fashioned, but, like, Edward's just from a different era. Yeah. I guess it's something to be revered, I guess. We don't really have many men like that nowadays. Yeah, it's interesting. Contrast. Yeah. I think it's cool that Bella's the one that wants to do it. Mm -hmm. Well, he says he does too, but... It would kind of bother me that he seems like he doesn't want to do it as badly. I know. That would bother me, too. That would make me insecure. (laughs) I like the movie when he's like, believe me, I I want want to. to. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Like, tell me more, Edward. Yeah. You know, there are some men still who do believe that, though. It's not like it doesn't exist at all. Yeah. I thought it was interesting here when he's proposing. It seems like he is motivated by Jacob a little bit. He says, you don't have to tell anyone or make any changes. We'll go to Vegas. You can wear old jeans and we'll go to the chapel with the drive through window. I just want it to be official that you belong to me and no one else, which is italicized. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty obvious. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Okay, would you marry Edward Cullen if you were 18? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was really thinking hard about this because I realized that my reasons for not marrying Edward Cullen if I was 18 actually would be because of other people's judgment, I think. I think that's truly the only reason I wouldn't. Yeah, me too. So I wouldn't just marry anybody, but if it's Edward Cullen and I love him, then okay, maybe I would. I will say, like, it's not even that they get married at 18, but they get married so quickly at 18. That's, it is really quickly. Like, they get married, like, two months later. Usually people have much longer engagements. And that makes it seem like it's an impulsive decision. It does. <laughs> so she puts the ring on just to try it on, she says. And she's kind of, she flutters her hands back and forth and sees that he looks really happy. And she's like, 
You like that, don't you? I asked suspiciously, fluttering my fingers and thinking that it was really too bad that I had not broken my left hand. And he's trying to be casual. He's like, sure, he said, still casual. It looks very nice on you. And then he, his face is like smiling and he's brilliant or whatever. And before I could catch that breath, he was kissing me, his lips exultant. I was lightheaded when he moved his mouth to whisper in my ear, but his breathing was just as ragged as mine. Yes, I like it. You have no idea. Like he gets so intense about it. Yeah, it's so cute. <laughs> then he gets down on one knee and he proposes. Yeah, I'm glad that he did that, actually, because I didn't like that it was just a conversation. It's just kind of like an agreement. Yeah, yeah, like, oh my god. It wasn't really a proposal. It so wasn't gl- that romantic at first. He just kind of said, like, you're engaged, and she was yeah. like, oh, great. <laughs> but then he proposes, and she says, yes. Thank you, he said simply. He took my left hand and kissed each of my fingertips before he kissed the ring that was now mine. <laughs> Wow. Edward's such romantic and he loves giving gifts. Mm, and he's affectionate too. He does like yeah. touch. He does like touch. And he likes affirmations. And he likes <laughs> services. Does he like services? Yeah, he would do anything for Bella. Oh, but he doesn't want services from her. Oh, yeah. So the next chapter is chapter 21. It's called Trails. Mm-hmm. I find it gets kind of funny. I just wrote my notes. Bella marrying Edward just to have sex. LOL. <laughs> yeah. Well, honestly, a lot of people do that. That's true. That's true. <laughs> well, that's kind of what's going on here right now. Yeah. Alice um, is really pissed because she sees them getting married in Vegas. Oh, yeah. And I like, I don't know, it says Alice's voice was unfriendly, page 463. And I feel like you don't see that in the movies either. Her actually being like a little kissy. And I don't know why I like it. Yeah, and I think it's funny because they're, like, preparing for this deadly battle, but, like, she's, like, genuinely really upset about this. Yeah. But I thought it was weird that Alice says, like, why aren't you wearing the ring? I saw him put it on you. It's like, are you watching their alone time? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, she must be. That's kind of personal. That's really weird. I wouldn't like that. Yeah, I'd feel uncomfortable if I was Bella. (laughs) Someone just watching everything. (laughs) What if you di- decide to do something just kind of weird, but it's like you're, you're just private thing you're doing that day. <laughs> now you know Alice knows. Like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I even know. know what example I can use. I don't know. Make a lot of mac and cheese and I don't know. Lick some vinegar from the bottle or something. <laughs> <laughs> just do like a, sh- a shot of like salad dressing. <laughs> Just like watch Teletubbies on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. I know, because we all do those like weird things when no one's looking. <laughs> I wonder. She must. But then Edward at the same time probably sees all that too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Weren't you saying that? You're like, I wouldn't want to read mine. It's disgusting. No, it's gross. <laughs> I would not want to see people like. Oh, that would be gross. Wiping their butts. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just think about people's weird fantasies in their head and stuff. Yeah. (sighs) Anyway, Alice is like, don't you love me, Sabella? I thought this was weird. There's this part that Bella says she's not wearing the ring, and Alice says, like, why? You already have another diamond. 
and Bella's like, what is she talking about? And then oh, later, yeah. she, later she's like, was Alice talking about the diamond on my bracelet? No, she couldn't be. Is that 14 carat or something like that? Something <laughs> weird. And I'm like, wait, I don't get it. Like, it's very obviously a diamond. What, where's the confusion? I don't know. I guess she thought it was a cheaper gem yeah. or something. It's like what you said last time. Bella can be kind of slow. <laughs> she can. So Jacob's there. Bella's still mad at him about the kiss. Mm-hmm. And Jacob says... Either you're lying or you're the most stubborn person alive. And then he says to her, a smart, per- a smart person looks at all sides of a decision. So like, basically she's like implying that he's she's not smart for not considering him. Yeah. And then same page when she's kind of like telling him off here. He's like, does that mean he's a better kisser than I am? Jacob asked suddenly glum. That's so weird. Yeah. And she, she says, I don't count that as a kiss, Jacob. I think of it more as an assault. But, like, yeah. I feel like it's supposed to come across as sassy here, but, like, I genuinely do think of it as an assault, so. Yeah, I, don't, I do, too. I don't like how it's, like, taken lightly. He's like, ouch, that was cold. I shrugged. I wasn't going to take it back. At least she d- says that, but, like, yeah, it's not being taken seriously. I also thought it was interesting, because she says, I really couldn't say, Jake, Edward is the only person I've ever kissed. Right before that, I was wondering the same thing. I was like, wait. Have they ever kissed anybody besides each other? Edward and Bella. And so I guess that was Bella's first kiss with Edward. I wonder about Edward. I feel like it's supposed to be his first kiss. No. I hope he's kissed somebody. (laughs) I know. He's been alive Uh, so long. It really upsets me. I wish that he had had a few flings before Bella. I don't know why. I don't know why, guys. I don't know why I feel that way. I don't know. I do think it's kind of sweet that he hasn't. I'm happy that he's a virgin. Yeah, it's cute, but it weirds me out if he's never kissed anybody. Yeah. Not even when he was a human? I know. I don't know. I mean, he's just been alive so long that, like, how could it never come up? a hundred years. (laughs) I don't get it. If we ever have the opportunity to interview Stephanie Meyer, we should remember (laughs) to ask her if Edward... Yeah. That was Edward's first kiss. If he wanted to try killing somebody, which he did, why wouldn't he want to try kissing someone? Yeah. I don't get it. Well, maybe, like, as a vampire, he just never felt attracted to anyone because he could always read their minds, so, like, he never even got that far. I guess so. Poor Edward. Oh, Billy was actually nice earlier. I forgot. He, at the top of 264, he says, like, good luck to the Cullens. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow, Billy was nice here. All right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, one point for Billy. <laughs> I also wonder, has Jacob kissed anybody else? I don't think he had. I think he says that he didn't. I don't think it's that weird at that age to have never kissed anyone, but it's weird that he's, like, acting as if, like, he knows that Bella is the one for him. You yeah. haven't lived your life at all. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. I don't think it's, I really don't think it's weird for that to be, like, you could be older than that for your first kiss, but. It's just weird that they're so confident. Like, I'm fine with only kissing one person. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But Jacob needs to stop. He says, how do you know that's what you want? Shouldn't you play the field a little? I kept my voice cool. I know exactly what I want. Then it couldn't hurt to double check. Maybe you should try kissing someone else. Just for comparison's sake. Since what happened the other day doesn't count, you could kiss me, for example. (laughs) I don't mind if you want to use me as an experiment. He won't give up. No, it's so relentless. Jacob isn't chill. No, and then he says, like, I think it's easier for you to be near me when I'm not human because you don't have to pretend you're not attracted to me. It's like, don't tell her how she feels. I know, that made me uncomfortable. 
Ugh. And I was like, oh my gosh, is that true? Yeah. But then Bella, I like that she says, you're an enormous monster who refuses to respect anyone's personal space, which is true. Mm-hmm. I make you nervous. <laughs> yeah, it's like, shut up. Why are you so confident? I know. I hate, see, to me, that's a huge turnoff. Is this what Jacob's talking about when he says that, like, the people who are imprinted on can't resist the persistence? Oh, my God. I hope not. Because this is, like, does Sam treat Emily like this in the beginning? Because it's so unattractive to me. Like, this would really make me uncomfortable and turn me off. And he says, when are you going to figure out that you're in love with me, too? Like, oh, my God. Stop it. You are pathetic. Oh, sorry. (laughs) That's mean. (laughs) No, it's not. It's true. It's like stop it. Like chill. Take a step back. I was gonna say I hate this whole part about how he's supposed to be alpha, but he didn't oh, want to be. Yeah. I just think it's so unnecessary. I'm so over Jacob, honestly. Ugh. Yeah. I wonder like what do Team Jacob people think of this whole thing? Yeah, what do they think about his like constant persistence and unwilling to listen to Bell's feelings or anything yeah this is what i've said before like if jacob was more chill it would be a tougher fight i think for me yeah but he's not he he really doesn't respect (laughs) boundaries at all i wrote in my journal ew this is a quote from jacob when are you finally going to figure out that you're in love with me too and i wrote shut up i don't respect jacob (laughs) (laughs) i don't he lost my respect yeah so the next chapter is called Fire and Ice, which is a restaurant. <laughs> yes. Some saying fire, some saying ice. But from what I've tasted of desire, <laughs> I don't remember those that. who favor fire. Because if I had to perish twice, I think I know enough of hate to say that ice is also great and would suffice. I, that was completely from memory. I don't know if it's true, but if it was, that, that sounded was. totally right. <laughs> that was right. It's in the beginning. That's really impressive. <laughs> that was amazing. You have a Robert Frost poem memorized. You should like say that to people in the park. Do <laughs> <laughs> you think somebody would like know it's from Twilight? I don't know, maybe. You're like on a date and you're trying to impress someone. Yeah. Hey, that's just from Twilight. <laughs> I, do, I don't know if I could do it again. <laughs> that was really good, Mel. Okay, so this is when they're in the tent. They're camping up there to hide away Bella's scent, right? And be far away from the fight. Is that what's going on? Yeah. We all remember this whole movie, if you've seen the movie. Yeah. You probably have, so. but if you haven't, then <laughs> get on it. But <laughs> so Bella's freezing because it's snowing and she doesn't really mm-hmm. have enough layers i don't think and also edward's cold so that makes it worse so then edward i mean jacob gets in the sleeping bag with her Mm -hmm. to warm her up yeah and that makes edward uncomfortable but he is fine with it because he knows that it'll make bella feel better but it also really pains him that he's not capable of warming her up in the same way yeah that was creepy when jacob says you'll warm up faster if you take your clothes off oh so creepy I know. see that's the thing my my best friend marissa when 
we had our team jacob episode yeah she really liked that because she really liked how physical he is and thought it was really sexy and attractive but that's yeah. to me i don't like that that's not my love language you know i don't i don't like that either it's but yeah too- i guess to other people it's hot yeah but the, what i don't like about it is that bella doesn't like it like if yeah. someone I was just friends with said that to me, I would be totally turned off. But if someone who I was really attracted to said that, I'd be like, hmm, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. That's true. Like, if Edward said that, I'd be like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to happen. Um. <laughs> yeah, so she's in the sleeping bag, and honestly, I felt like, the cuddling with Jacob was getting pretty intense. Yeah. It was making me feel a little uncomfortable because Edward was right there. Yeah, she says, It was already warm and snug inside the sleeping bag. Jacob's body heat seemed to radiate from every side, maybe because there was so much of him. I kicked my boots off and pushed my toes against his legs. He jumped <gasps> slightly and then leaned his head down to press his hot cheek against my numb ear. Jeez. It's like he's really spooning her here. Yeah. That's I like was foreplay, honestly. Uh, I'm afraid to say this, but I was wondering if Jacob has a boner in this scene. <laughs> <laughs> I really wonder if he. It's almost impossible in real life that he wouldn't. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I feel like he does. I really feel like he does. And Stephanie Myers alluding to that based off the way that Edward is reacting to this. Okay, I. How am I gonna have my parents listen to this episode? It's fine. It's fine. They're adults. Okay. Oh, and Jacob says, your lips are still blue. Want me to warm those up for you, too? You only have to ask. Ugh. Yeah, but it is, I have the same reaction as you, but I can see if you are attracted to Jacob, then this would be hot to you. Yeah. But if you aren't, then it's not. Where does he get off saying this right in front of her boyfriend? I know. That's insane. He's right there. He's not asleep. He said to Edward... Now you can keep an eye on everything else while I take care of your girlfriend for you. Oh my god. Just trying to hit him where it hurts. Someone else would just punch Jacob in the face. Yeah. For saying that. <laughs> Bella asks Jacob why his hair, his fur is so much longer than the other wolves. And he's like, it's because my hair's longer. And then like admits that he keeps it long because he thought Bella liked it that way. Yeah, that's embarrassing. I know. She's like, why don't you just cut it? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she doesn't care at all. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So here I think that Jacob is really thinking, like, sexual things about Bella because Edward says, please, do you mind? Yeah. He says, you have no idea how loud your little fantasies are. Oh, my God. Oh, is he thinking about doing it with Bella? Probably. It's so rude. So yeah, Bella's like asleep, but she's not really. And she's listening to this conversation between Edward and Jacob. And I loved this part on page 497. Jacob says, I knew you were just as crazy jealous as I am. And Edward says, I'm not such a fool as to wear it on my sleeve like you do. It doesn't help your case, you know. (laughs) Yeah, it's so true. I mean, (laughs) Edward does have the advantage of being older than Jacob. And so... He does know how life works, especially since he's in people's minds all day, that he knows how to play the game a lot True. better. 
Yeah, um, I was going to say I'm surprised he knows so much about being in a relationship considering he's never been in one. But I guess you're right. He does eavesdrop on people's minds. So Yeah, so it's almost like he's the expert because he's been in like a million relationships by proxy, I guess. I think it's interesting how Jacob admits to using guilt to subdue Bella, I guess. Yeah. Edward says, she worries about you more often than I like. She worries that you're unhappy, not that you don't know that. Not that you don't use that. And Jacob says, I have to use whatever whatever I can. I'm not working with your advantages. Advantages like her knowing she's in love with you. So he's like, he's mm-hmm. consciously aware of the fact that he's guilting her into having feelings for him. And like you said in the beginning, he's kind of like weakening her down. Yeah, he's really playing with her self-worth and her conscious. Because she, he knows that he, she feels guilty. I have... I really do enjoy this chapter, though. Um, I think it's fascinating hearing Edward and Jacob talk to each other for that long. Yeah. It's interesting. And Bella once again thinks it's a dream. Oh, my God. She always does that. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like she knows it's not, but she doesn't want to feel bad about eavesdropping. Remember in New Moon that kept happening, though? She was like, what a strange dream. Yeah. It felt so real. She's doing that again here. Yeah, it's unrealistic. I think it's interesting how uh, Edward says that when vampires mate, they mate for life. It's a permanent thing. But I don't think that's necessarily true. Like, Victoria and James, like, he says later that James just saw Victoria as a convenience and he wasn't really in love with her. Or, like, Jasper had that whole thing with Maria. So, Mm -hmm. like... I don't think that, I don't know. I don't know know either. Here also, Jacob basically like asks Edward if he can leave again, which I think is really shitty because I don't think Edward would ever do that to Jacob since he knows that it would cause Bella pain. It is really shitty. But Jacob's like, I think there's a very good chance that she would be okay after time. You know, if you hadn't jumped off a cliff in March, you know, if she hadn't jumped off a cliff in March and if he'd waited another six months to check on her, well, you might have found her reasonably happy. I had a game plan. And he's, like, basically saying, like, it's not too late. Like, you could leave again. She can be happy. Mm. It's like, wh- why would you want that, Jacob? You're so I know. <laughs> why, yeah, why would you want that for so many reasons? Like, why yeah. do you want to be someone's second choice, first but of all? Edward has a good point. He says, like, you could hurt her, like, because you could imprint on someone else. Like, that's yeah. a very real possibility. That is so effing true edward jacob doesn't even ever consider that that there's like a person out there that he's supposed to imprint on but they do kind of they have a silent truce here which goes away in the morning but jacob (laughs) says sleep well jacob enjoy the moment so the next chapter is chapter 23 it's called monster (laughs) oh my god jacob rolls on so edward Jacob up and then Jacob rolls on top of Bella and then Edward <laughs> freaks out and like throws him I think I totally forgot about this <laughs> I know it's kind of like bad behavior on Edward's part but I really got a lot of joy out of this me too yeah he tosses him out of the sleeping bag and then throws him across the tent <laughs> <laughs> Edward oh and my god Bella's like that was mean you should apologize and he's like he was on top of you <laughs> And Jacob says that that was one of the best nights of his life. And then Edward is so savage here. He says, if I had been able to take your place last night, it would not have made the top 10 of the best nights of my life. Dream about that. Like basically (laughs) saying that like, okay, that's cool. You guys will sleep in a sleeping bag. Well, Bella and I have done so much more. So suck on that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I 
love Edward when he's like that. <laughs> yeah, he's so sassy. I know. So the fight is like just about to begin, and I think it's interesting how <laughs> Edward says, "Do you want me to distract you?" And basically, he doesn't start kissing her, but it's like getting pretty flirty. And once again, if I was one of the Collins, I'd be so pissed <laughs> that Edward is sitting out of this fight. <laughs> And they're just going to make out while everyone else is risking their lives. Yeah, they're just hooking up while everybody's about to die. Like, are you kidding me? (laughs) We're doing this for you. Oh, so then this is when Edward... He, like, mentions how they're engaged. How it's, like, the best night of his life is when she agreed to marry him. Mm -hmm. But he knows that Jacob is listening. Yeah, and Jacob in the book here is a wolf, right? Well, he hears this and howls. Yeah, he makes a like a noise, like he's in pain, and then he runs mm-hmm. off. And then Bella freaks out, runs after him, and then Edward says, "I'll go get him for you, so so you can like talk to him." Yeah, I think it's interesting. She's like, "Jacob was listening." I whispered, "It wasn't a question." Yes, you knew. Yes, I never promised to fight fair. He reminded me quietly, and he deserves to know. And then he says, are you angry with me? Not you, I whispered. I'm horrified at me. I don't know why. I guess she thinks she should have told him already or I don't know. Yeah, I don't like these last few chapters. Bella's very self-deprecating about this whole love triangle thing. And I don't like that because I feel like, yeah, she does lead Jacob on a lot, but she doesn't need to feel so guilty. I get that that's like a human instinct and it's probably good that she doesn't take a yeah. lot of joy in this. But like at the same time Jacob is sort of putting this on her and like to some extent so is Edward so like that's their own problem that they're in a competition with each other and like I don't think Bella should like internalize that to mean that she's a bad person I know I totally agree I also think like I don't think it's good I do think Bella totally loves Edward like I know that but I don't think it's good to be marrying someone and not want someone else to know like it just seems like a bad situation in a way you know you should be like yeah able to tell everyone like yeah like she shouldn't want to hide it yeah exactly doesn't seem like the right way to go into marriage <laughs> yeah don't no, definitely not i guess that does happen in movies though like someone will be like i wanted to tell you myself i'm engaged or something yeah, you know that's so true i feel like that's in sex in the city yeah i'm trying to think of what else gossip girl check and player Maybe, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of petty of Edward, but Jacob does have a right to know. And after everything he probably heard in Jacob's mind last night. Yeah, he's like, I'm so done with this. Yeah. Like, fuck this dude. Yeah, and I wrote in my notes, like, I agree with you. I said that she needs to be, have some conviction about marrying Edward and who the fuck cares if it hurts Jacob. She doesn't need to comfort him. What the fuck? Because she's like, (laughs) I have to fix my side of the love triangle, basically. She's like, oh, no, the Jacob side of my love triangle is falling apart. I need to go fix it. Like, what's up with that, you know? Yeah. So then Jacob famously threatens suicide, I guess. (laughs) Famously. Which is horrible. Like, I almost think that this might be worse than the first kiss. Yeah, this is so manipulative in a different way yeah and it kind of gaslights her like i don't even know if bella truly is in love with jacob but this scene he like basically convinces her that he is because she has to either choose between feeling that way or him dying yeah it's crazy like he's gonna die 
if she doesn't kiss him. Yeah, this is a horrible thing to do. And honestly, Bella should have been like, okay, fine, go. <laughs> I know. And I felt this way when I was younger, too. I was like, what the hell? And I always felt like yeah. people didn't say it enough. I would be like, he threatened to kill himself. And, like, no one really talked about that, you know? Yeah. I feel like when I read this when I was younger, I thought she genuinely did want to kiss him. But, like, she clearly doesn't here. Like, okay, first of all, he's really manipulating her and basically saying that, like, this is your only option. Like, saying, no, I'm going, but I could leave it to fate. What do you mean? I choked out. I don't have to do anything deliberate. I could just do my best for the pack and let what happens happen. If you could convince me you really did want me to come back more than you wanted to do this selfless thing, how, I asked. You could ask me. Come back, I whispered. That's not what I'm talking about. She says, will you kiss me, Jacob? You're bluffing kiss me Jacob kiss me and then come back yeah so I think it's crazy and it's interesting just before this sorry to go back but Edward like tells her to go run off and see Jacob which is interesting and I think it's weird that he's like I know you don't want an audience no matter which way you decide to go is he here like if you decide to be with Jacob yeah I thought that's weird I thought the same thing like are you really not confident I don't know that's crazy yeah poor Edward But yeah, then they kiss, her and Jacob. Yeah, and the kiss is very aggressive, at first, at least. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. She's not really that into it. There's a lot of kissing. It's like paragraphs of this. We could read it, but he's like, you can do better than this, Bella. He whispered huskily. You're overthinking it. Yeah! That's right. For once, just let yourself feel what you feel. Yeah, like, she's clearly not into it. She's waiting for it to end, and he's, like, taunting her. Like, you can kiss me better than that. Like, yeah. get me into it more, please. And it, just the language of it. I could feel his anger as his mouth discovered my passive resistance. Or she says, he continued down my arm, finding my wrist and pulling my arm up around his neck. I left it there, my hand still tightly balled up and unsure how far I could go in my desperation to keep him alive. All the while, his lips, disconcertingly soft and warm, tried to force a response out of mine. Like, nothing physical like that should ever be forcing something out of someone yeah she has her arms he's like holding her arms up above her head or Mm -hmm. on his head and she says as soon as he was sure i wouldn't drop my arm he freed my wrist so like he was holding it there to make sure she wouldn't move it the heck my arms were already around his neck so i grabbed two fistfuls of his hair ignoring the stabbing pain in my right hand and fought back struggling to pull my face away from his like she clearly doesn't like it but then it gets to a point where she is into it and she doesn't want to stop yeah it's weird and then like she realizes like oh i do love jacob but i don't even know if i believe her i feel like she was manipulated into this Mm -hmm. and like why i don't know like i don't like the fact that Stephanie Meyer wrote it this way that like oh Jacob was right all along it's like even if a woman says no I don't want it the guy still knows better than her like yeah. I, I don't think that that's a good message I know and she does get into it she's like he was everywhere the piercing sunlight turned my eyelids red and the color fit matched the heat the heat was everywhere I couldn't see or hear or feel anything that wasn't Jacob like whoa yeah she does get really into it. I almost was wondering, like, do you think Stephanie did this because she herself does love Bella and Edward so much that she didn't even want to have Bella really, you know, in it in a legit way? Does that make sense? Yeah, like, did she want to be 
like she could only feel this way if she was manipulated into it? I don't know. Like she only wanted her to have a true romance with Edward, so she made this kind of weird. I don't know, because she acts in interviews like she likes Jacob and stuff, but... Yeah. Does Stephanie Meyer think of this as manipulation? I don't know. (laughs) We have to ask her. It's really not consensual. Like, if anyone ever says, kiss me or else, I'm going to kill myself. Like, (laughs) that's... Yeah, guys, don't, don't fall for that, please. Bella did not have a choice in the matter. As the kissing was progressing and she was getting really into it and it was, like, turning her on, I was feeling so bad for Edward. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, she's straight up cheating on him right now. And, yeah, because Edward, I mean, Jacob manipulated her. It's just crazy. It's fucked up. But also, it's weird that she pictures, like, her whole future with Jacob. She even pictures their kids. Yeah. I was like, what? I didn't remember that. I feel like it's less about Jacob, though, and more about a human life. Because, like, she even says, like, it was kind of, like, a thrill to not have to be as careful. And so I feel like when she's, I mean, not to, like, knock Jacob, like, maybe she does love him, but I feel like she's thinking, like, oh, I could never kiss Edward like this as she is right now. So she's almost, like, thinking about Edward as she's kissing him. (sighs) And then Jacob says, that should have been our first kiss. Better than, better late than never. And she starts crying. I think that a real nice kiss would be if she just wanted to. Just without <laughs> any incentive. How about just a kiss on the cheek? Yeah. So chapter 24 is called Snap Decision. Edward finds out about the kiss mm-hmm. and he's not mad. She says, I love you. And she, he says, you love Jacob. And she says, I love you more. And then I... Again, like, I think Edward, like, acknowledges that Jacob manipulated her, mm-hmm. but he's he's not that angry as he was before, and I kind of wish he was, because it makes me feel like Stephanie Meyer isn't aware how wrong this was. He says, and I thought I fought dirty. He makes me look like the patron saint of ethics. I'm not mad at you, love. Jacob's more cunning than I gave him credit for. I do wish you hadn't asked him, though. Edward, I whispered to the rough nylon, I, I, I'm, shh. He shushed me, his fingers soothing against my cheek. That's not what I meant. It's just that he would have kissed you anyway, even if you hadn't fallen for it. And now I don't have an excuse to break his face. I would have really enjoyed that too. So it's like he knows that Jacob manipulated her and that mm-hmm. like it wasn't playing fair. But I wish he was like angrier. Because mm-hmm. I think that's just as bad, if not worse, of like just forcibly kissing someone. Mm-hmm. I feel like at this point in the book, he keeps calling Bella love so much more frequently. I know, I wrote that down. He's British all of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah, he says it again on 536, too. Careful, love. (laughs) Then, even though, isn't the fight still going on? Yeah, and Bella tries to seduce him. (laughs) They're talking about (laughs) sex right now. (laughs) The fight is still happening. I really liked this, though. He's like, we will try, Bella. I'll make good on my promise, but I'd much rather it wasn't in reaction to Jacob Black. I was like, yeah, it's actually insane. I was talking about this with Abby, too. Um, That she makes out passionately with Jacob, then one minute later tries to sleep with Edward. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is going on? <laughs> is it because she feels guilty? I guess so. Jeez, she's a little hoe. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Floozy. <laughs> I loved that word you used last time. She says, because you are bizarrely moral for a vampire. It is a little bizarre, but yeah. 
Yeah, I felt bad for Edward, and I, I was glad that he was kind of keeping it real when he was like, I don't want to do you in reaction to Jacob. Like, yeah. Let's wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, my whole family might die. <laughs> <laughs> the fight's going on, and then Victoria and Riley show up. Mm-hmm. Which, I don't understand why Edward uh, tells Seth to run away at first. I don't know. Doesn't he, like, need backup? And he knows that? Why does he run away? I don't know. I mean, then he comes back, but he says, like, run, Seth. There's a part in here that I did not understand at all. It was so weird. What was it? So Edward's talking to Victoria, and Seth is there now. And he says to Victoria, no, he won't turn on me. You provided us with a common enemy. You allied us, meaning the vampires and werewolves. And... Edward says, look more closely, Victoria. Is he really so much like the monster James tracked across Siberia? <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't get that either. I don't know why that's going to you. Like, what are you talking about? And she says, not the same. Impossible. Nothing's impossible. I'm like, are you going to tell us? No, they never explain this. <laughs> the rest of the book. There's no explanation. Yeah, what? It's probably in the guide or something, but how are we supposed to know that as a ca- casual reader? <laughs> this is really weird. What context? <laughs> and also, this is while they're fighting. It's like way too much dialogue. <laughs> I almost feel like, you know how later in Breaking Dawn they say that, oh, there's real werewolves? Yeah. But what's the point of putting that here? Because they don't even say that till Breaking Dawn. And. <laughs> Just very weird. It's weird that an editor should have <laughs> taken that line out. <laughs> Siberia. I don't know why it's funny. <laughs> so then, you know, the fight goes on and, you know, it's a lot of back and forth. Mm-hmm. You know, Seth is fighting Riley. Edward's fighting Victoria. I think the fights are so much more interesting in the movie. Like, they're just yeah. like less. Especially, I don't know, when you're reading this and you know that no one really dies, a lot of the melodrama <laughs> just feels kind of stupid. Yeah. I never really like fights in books. It's hard to pull off, I think. I think if someone died, it would have felt way more exciting. Like, in this part here, I actually think that Seth should have died. Mmm, that would be really sad. Yeah. Yeah, so then both the enemies die. Victoria and Riley are dead. Yeah. That's over. <laughs> Woohoo! The next chapter is called Mirror. Yep. Chapter 25. So Seth and Edward are congratulating each other on their nice teamwork. Yep. They burn Victoria and Riley's bodies. <laughs> Edward calls Bella love again on page 556. Yeah. And he's like, I'm so sorry you had to see that. I'm so sorry. Like, are you scared of me? And she's like, no, I'm not scared of you. And so th- this is interesting because Seth is still in touch with all the wolves' thoughts, and Edward is reading Seth's mind. So Edward is all of a sudden in pain because he can feel the pain that Jacob is in when he gets attacked by one of the newborns. When he's oh yeah, pr- protecting Leah. Mm. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> if only. I know. Yeah, but it's pretty dramatic. Edward like falls to his knees, mm-hmm. and it's like no. Okay, I don't think he says that, but... <laughs> so then Bella learns that Jacob was injured, and she faints. This is ridiculous. I know, she does faint. Everything went black. Is that a pun? Maybe. 
take it back. Yeah, and the Volturi show up. And then this is when Edward realizes that they would have been fine with some of the Collins dying. He knows that if him and Bella don't show up in the clearing where the Volturi are, that Dimitri will track them down. So that's why they go to see the Volturi. Yeah, and then this is when they see Brie Tanner too, and briefly, and then they kill her. But I thought it was interesting because when we read Brie Tanner, Brie's mm-hmm. thinking about how much she wants to kill Bella. And then we just hear Bella say, shouldn't we move away from her? Yeah. But here, like the way Bella delivers it, there's a little bit more fear. But I thought in the book, in Brie Tanner, it was funny. It was almost like stating the obvious. Yeah, I remember that too. They say, well, Tori, you don't take second chances and kill Brie, even though she surrendered. And it's kind of sad. Yeah. But it's very low stakes still. Yeah, because we don't know her. Yeah, and so that's the end of the whole fight. The Volturi walk away into the mist with their cloaks, and they're gone. Well, the next chapter is called Ethics. Bella's at home. Finally, she hasn't been home for like a few days, I think. And Charlie says, And I couldn't argue, Edward's more mature than Jacob when it comes to your safety. Oh, because he heard that Jacob got in a motorcycle accident, which isn't true, but that's the cover-up for his whole fight. And also on page 589, Charlie admits that Edward was really nice. On the to page, Jacob. Yeah, on the page of top of 589. He's a decent guy, Bella. I'll try to remember that. No promises, though. He grinned at me. Yeah, he's coming around to Edward. Yeah. Here on page 584... Alice is talking to Bella, and Bella's asking, like, how can you see my future, and how can Jasper work his mind control over me, and, like, no one else can, and, like, Alice explains that it's because, like, they see Bella's body, and other people, like, they control Bella's mind, but I still think it doesn't really make sense, because no, it ja- I feel like Jasper's talent is still in the mind. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. But I feel like that's – I feel like in Eclipse, Stephanie Meyer has already cited, decided the plot lines that she wants in Breaking Dawn. Like, the imprinting on a baby, the shield power. Yeah. So she's, like, setting it up already. So, like, it makes more sense. Mm-hmm. Doesn't really, but – Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just kind of sad how Charlie says he keeps getting this feeling that Bella's going to leave soon. It is because- sad. Will you tell me before you do anything major, before you run off with him or something? Dad, I moaned. I'm serious. I won't kick up a fuss. Just give me some advance notice. Give me a chance to hug you goodbye. Hmm. He just, he has a feeling. Probably because she never talks to him. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't even care about their graduation dinner. Bella goes to visit Jacob and see him when he's hurt. And he's talking about all the morphine that Carl gave him. And he says he feels a little stoned. (laughs) That's the Jacob you want. Yeah. (laughs) Remember, like, so long ago I said that I wanted Jacob to smoke weed. Yeah. (laughs) This is the most we get of, like, any (laughs) intoxication. (laughs) The second Bella walks in, Jacob knows she's basically breaking up with him or ending it. Like, she, all she does is say, hi, Jake. And he says yeah i sort of thought it might be like that yeah like he just knows even here he's still not really giving up 
because he's talking about how Edward, he's saying Edward's a master manipulator. You don't even know. And Bella says, at least he didn't threaten to kill himself to make me kiss him. And then Jacob says, I don't care either. I know you'd forgive me and I'm glad I did it. I'd do it again. At least <gasps> I have that much. At least I made you see that you do love me. That's worth something. Like, oh my That's God. so fucked up he's not remorseful at all and like it's coming across as confident or like suave but it's really not remember when we were talking about forgiveness and you were saying that it's good to forgive but when you keep forgiving someone for the same thing and they don't learn they're just gonna keep doing it and this is him showing that because he's saying i would do it again i knew you would forgive me so i didn't even have to change yeah exactly i wish that jacob had a little bit more growth the only time he really has growth is when I guess a little bit when Bella's pregnant, but then when she, he and Prince, that's, it's kind of forced to grow. Yeah. He says to her, you should have told me to go die. That's what you want. Like, what the heck? No, she doesn't. Yeah. He's insane. It's so aggressive. You want me to die? No. (laughs) Yeah, it's like either you love me or you want me to die. Yeah. Like, I don't get why... It has to be one or the other. He's also very delusional. Like, he says, (laughs) basically, he says, you know that King Solomon story in the Bible? Which, first of all, Bella's like, sure, King Solomon. Like, she knows it very well. And, like, Bella doesn't really have a strong religious background. So I don't get why she's so familiar with this right away. I don't know. I feel like she wouldn't be. Maybe because she just likes to read and she read it. I don't know. Maybe. But so Bella says, that's right, King Solomon. And he said, cut the kid in half. But it was only a test to see, just to see who would give up their share to protect it. Yeah, I remember. I'm not going to cut you in half anymore, Bella. I understood what he was saying. He was telling me that he loved me the most, that his surrender proved it. I wanted to defend Edward, to tell Jacob how Edward would do the same thing if I wanted, if I would let him. I was the only one who wouldn't renounce my claim there, but there was no point in starting an argument that would only hurt him more. So it's like here Jacob believes because he's surrendering that he loves Ed- uh, Bella more than Edward, but he doesn't get that like... Edward already has, basically. Yeah, and he doesn't get that Bella doesn't want Edward to surrender. Like yeah. he's living in his own fantasy and like the way that he can protect his own feelings is to believe I'm the true winner. Like I love Bella the most. Yeah, his ego. I think it's just interesting. He says he's like a drug for you Bella I can see that you can't live without him now it's too late mm-hmm. but I would have been healthier for you not a drug I would have been the heir the son he's kind of right and it's interesting he says that because Edward said that in Twilight yeah and then here we have Jacob says the title of the book the clouds I can handle but I can't fight with an eclipse yeah we get it right at the very end mm-hmm. yeah it's pretty far I just hate though I hate he says this in the movie too I'm exactly right for you Bella um, I wrote in my notes, you should say you're right for me, not I'm right for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's telling her how she feels yet again. Yeah. It's not his place to do that. I don't like it. Like Bella's accepting that she's in love with him. And like now here I am telling Bella how she should feel. <laughs> <laughs> but like, oh, she's just like playing into it too much now. She says... I wonder what will happen when the right girl's going to catch your eye. Don't get your hopes up, Bella. Jacob's voice was abruptly sour. Though I'm sure it would be a relief for you. Maybe, maybe not. I probably would think she's too not good enough for you. I wonder how jealous I'll be. Like, Bella, stop it. Don't make it any worse. <laughs> she does tease. Don't be flirty. Say in the movie, he's, like, really sweaty in this book. Oh, yeah, he's so sweaty. 
And he has the camo blanket on top of him. Yeah. I thought on page 600 when she says, I want to love you and I can't. Reminds me of Bite the Hand by Boy Genius. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Great song. And it's kind of funny because it's Bite the Hand. Oh, dog, yeah. Kinda. <laughs> Put a sound clip in if you if you can. Okay, here it is. Good song, great song. <laughs> okay, so the last real chapter is chapter 27. It's called Needs. Oh my gosh. What? So they're in the meadow <laughs> and they're talking about the wedding. You skipped some stuff. Oh, okay, sorry. Well, it's just Bella's crying hysterically. Oh, yeah. <laughs> after leaving Jacob and she pulls over and Edward arrives. And she goes home, and she's distraught, and she goes to take off her bracelet, actually, that Jacob gave her, and Edward stops her, and is like, no, it's a part of you, don't take it off, which, that's sweet. So sweet. I was so over this crying, though. I know, and Edward asks her if she's sure she made the right choice, which I was like, oh my god, poor Edward. Yeah, Yeah, because she's crying so much. And then the next day, like, she's still sad, but she's not as upset about it. She's kind of like... I could live with this, you know? It's very unlike her pain that she felt for Edward. Yeah, she's dealing with it. She's moving on. And then, so then she goes to the Collins house and she tells Alice that she wants to have, like, a real big wedding. Mm -hmm. And she tells Alice that, like, she'd be her maid of honor and Alice is really excited and she has the dress already and it's kind of funny that she, like, pre-ordered it just in case. Yeah, that is funny. Or she design some of it yeah i thought it's funny alice then says go play with edward <laughs> yeah i thought that was funny and then edward says let's get out of here to bella yeah, and he says do you want to go to our meadow i was like hot but what was really hot to me is they're in the meadow mm-hmm. and edward realizes that bella's trying to make everybody else happy and he's like screw this like screw yes. all the plans and then basically he tries to have sex with her Yes. Right then and there. He says, he put his finger to my lips. Don't worry, Bella, love. I haven't forgotten the rest of your demands. His hands were in my hair, his lips moving softly, but very seriously against mine before I realized what he was saying, what he was doing. There wasn't much time to act. If I waited too long, I wouldn't be able to remember why I needed to stop him. Already I couldn't breathe right. My hands were gripping his arms, pulling myself tighter to him, my mouth glued to his, and answering every unspoken question is asked i tried to clear my head to find a way to speak he rolled gently pressing me into the cool grass oh my god (laughs) so yeah and then she's like stop edward wait why he whispered into the hollow of my throat i labored to put some resolve into my tone i don't want to do this now don't you he asked a smile in his voice oh it's crazy this is like one of my favorite parts i know i forgot about this this should have been in the movie. I know, it really should have. Like, he's trying to have sex with her right now. It's crazy! He pulled me back a few inches to look at me. As his eyes did nothing to help my resolve, they were black fire. They smoldered. Why? He asked again, his voice low and rough. I love you. I want you right now. <gasps> oh my god. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then, when she's like, wait, 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 please. And he it says he groaned and pushed himself away from me, rolling back 
rolling onto his back again. We both lay there for a minute, trying to slow our breathing. Tell me why not, Bella demanded. Like, he seems actually frustrated. Yeah. It's, like, not that I want him to be, like, you know, trying to have sex with her and, like, doesn't (laughs) want to, but, like, he, you never really see him being, like, horny, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) So it's really attractive. It really is. It's crazy to see him this way. I'm, like, sweating right now. (laughs) (laughs) But then it ends, and she says, no, I want to do this, everything in order. And so then they have to go tell Charlie. Which is, telling Charlie, is that one of the first scenes in Breaking Dawn? I think so. Oh, do they show it, or do they just reminisce on it, basically? I feel like they reminisce on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so Breaking Dawn does pick up very quickly after this. But yeah, he puts the ring on her finger where it would stay conceivably for the rest of eternity. And that sounds like it's going to be the end of the book. But it's not. Yeah. So then we get this chapter with Jacob and Leah, my OTP. <laughs> it's the epilogue called Choice. And it's in Jacob's point of view, which is the first time it's ever in a different point of view. Jacob and Leah are both just being very sassy with each other and they're both just annoyed by each other's thoughts Mm -hmm. which i could really pick up on sexual chemistry there i don't get why they don't get together it's crazy i think it's weird that uh page well it's definitely reflective of the time page 625 jacob (laughs) actually says retarded yeah he says the word retarded I know. Which made me cringe. It was definitely reflecting the time. I think I used to say it back then. Yeah. But still, Edward would never say that. Oh, no, never. He's such a gentleman. (laughs) We don't like to say that word. Yeah. Yeah, times have changed, but I don't like that word. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I bet if this was written now, it wouldn't be here. Yeah. But it is realistic, I guess. Like, Teenage boys in 2007 definitely said it, so. Yeah. There's no changing. I past. forget what, what movie it was, but they say, oh, Mean Girls, they say it all the time. Oh, yeah. It was a big thing in, like, the early 2000s, which doesn't make it right, but times have changed, definitely. Mm-hmm. So, Edward, against Belle's wishes, sends Jacob an invitation to the wedding. Yeah, and writes a note to Jacob. Yeah, he says, I'm breaking the rules by sending this. She was afraid of hurting you, and she didn't want to make you feel obligated in any way. But I know that if things had gone the other way, I would have wanted a choice. I promise I will take care of her, Jacob. Thank you for her, for everything, Edward. Do you think that this is, like, Edward kind of rubbing (laughs) in his face? I actually thought he was being genuine here, but do you think he's rubbing it in his face? I I think a little bit. Maybe. The page right before it, on page 626, Billy is going on about Sue Clearwater, and it's really obvious here that he likes her, which in the movies yeah. it's not, not that clear, but he says, and Sue stopped by today. Amazing woman. She's tougher than Grizzlies, that one. I don't know how she deals with a daughter of hers, though, which, ugh, why are they always talking about Leah like that? Yeah. Now, Sue, she would have made one hell of a wolf. Leah's more of a wolverine. And then he keeps blabbing on, but it's like, he obviously likes Sue Clearwater. Yeah, which is interesting because it's it's subtle enough and like, uh, it's like a weird little side plot that Stephanie threw in there. <laughs> yeah, same with the whole like love triangle in the generation above with Embry. 
But that's pretty much it. Jacob, like, runs off. He's upset. Yeah. It's, like, the first scene of Breaking Dawn in the movies. I, at first, I was kind of annoyed that there was this epilogue thing, but I thought it was actually kind of interesting, so it's okay. So what are your overall opinions of Eclipse? I do think that Eclipse, the romance is more, the conflicts are more. It was just a lot more heightened. Like, there were so many great Bill and Edward parts in this, and interesting conversations and backstories. It, 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 was, it was really cool. I'm not sure, though, like, how I rank it. How do you feel about it? I think when I was younger, this was actually my favorite of all of them. It was the one that I read the fastest, mm-hmm. um, and I really couldn't put it down. I think that's exciting, but reading it when you know the plot is a little bit less exciting because... The stakes should feel higher, but knowing that nothing happens, it all just feels a little bit silly in a way. Yeah, I know what you mean. All the worry and stuff. It's like, (laughs) you know nothing happens. Yeah. (laughs) This is when Edward and Jacob also just aren't their best, but then there's all these, like, the tension between Belle and Edward. It is very exciting. There's a lot of highs and a lot of lows. Yeah, but I feel like I actually connected with New Moon more. Like, there were so many passages in New Moon where I'm like, oh, my God, that was so just beautifully written. Mm -hmm. Whereas this one is more, I don't know, there's nothing that's, like, very deep, I guess. Mm. Yeah, I kind of felt that way, too. I don't know. I sort of related to some of Bella's fear of hurting people and worry and indecision and stuff but I also felt just so frustrated a lot of the times with her and feeling that just way too much and all the Jacob stuff but yeah uh, but they're I don't know they're all really really cool elements to Eclipse too so it's tricky I enjoyed it honestly like I feel like I got more into New Moon and Eclipse than I did Twilight rereading it and I don't know if that's just because I've reread Twilight more times that Mm -hmm. it was, like, less exciting. I was really into Twilight, too, although it was slower because I was reading it in French at the same time. Oh, yeah. No, but, yeah, I was so into this. I, like, couldn't stop reading it, actually. There's some parts I don't like, though. I don't like the flashbacks. I don't like, like, the Mm. legends. I like the Cullens flashbacks. I, I don't know, A (laughs) minus? Yeah, I think. If I had to. (laughs) Yeah. Should we do listener mail? Sure. All right. So we have some listener mail. I'm going to read one from our listener, Olivia. Cool. So she messaged us and she said, I know it's like to where you guys are, but I was listening to your latest episode on a road trip and I had some thoughts. So you guys mentioned how Bella is kind of out of sorts in this book and a lot of her decisions were iffy. I think she's talking about the last one for Eclipse. Mm -hmm. You guys mentioned how she's too forgiving in this book here's my take i think in this book specifically bella is scared to do anything wrong the last time she for lack of a better words messed up the love of her life left her she was also very self-confident with her own decisions in twilight in the first couple of chapters in new moon mm. my whole idea of all of this is that stephanie meyer wanted to show the mild trauma bella still faces without having to dedicate whole chapters to an to an episode Bella is so overly forgiving as a direct result of what she thinks contributed to Edward leaving her in New Moon. <gasps> oh I think God. that's so insightful. That is so deep. 
second hot take, you guys mentioned how Bella is very clingy, which I agree with. However, I do think that she has rightful motivations. A lot of her relationships through her life have always been about benefiting the other person. She's a selfless person by nature. She basically let her mom guilt her into leaving to live with her dad, whom she doesn't have a strong relationship. She had to grow up too fast. She says she doesn't mind, but it still sucks. She has had to take care of her mom for her whole life and also takes over many of a takes over many of the adult responsibilities for Charlie. From what we know in the books, Belle hasn't really ever had many friends. She also constantly feels different from others because of her whole shield ability. So when she does finally have people like Edward and Jacob, who she just clicks with and she doesn't have to always keep pace with, she wants to keep that and she's had to experience one of them leaving already. I will say that Stephanie Meyer is definitely a controversial writer. However, she does have a clever and simple ways of showing trauma, especially for someone as in as grounded insane as Bella. Whoa. I think that's very insightful. Me too. Do you think we've been like uh what's it called? Unfair to Bella? Or to Stephanie Meyer? Yeah. I think it's unclear how aware Stephanie can be, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if she really thoughtfully thought all of this out before. Like we I've doubted her so much for some reason, but Possibly she does know all of this. And yeah. I don't no. know. I wonder. I, I think it's really insightful, too. I almost relate to that where, like, Bella doesn't experience connection with that many people. So, like, even though she has been wronged by Jacob and Edward, she's so forgiving because she doesn't know when she's going to experience that again. Mm. Wow. So we have a message from Michaela. She says, I'm 14 years old and my love for Twilight started this past January. I went to my cousin's house and she made me watch the movies, but after the first one was over, I had to watch the whole series. We ended up staying up all night because I was hooked. My family has always talked about Twilight because my mom's cousin actually babysat Tyler Lautner when he lived here in Michigan. So she used to tell me and my girl cousins all about him, but I would brush it off. I was young and only knew him as a kid in Shark Boy and Lava Girl. After initially watching the films, I didn't personally own the movie, so I ended up on YouTube and made a playlist of as many clips as I could even find and put them in order. When my birthday, I ended up getting the books in this really cool box set that had all the movies and special features inside the photo album. Because when my obsession with the saga began, I didn't feel comfortable talking about it at school, even with my friends, because it's not something new and a lot of people judge it quickly. But soon after, a few girls started getting into the series, and one of my closest friends loves it just as much as I do. We watched movies on the bus and got over pictures of Rob and Kristen. I wish I wasn't four years old when the first movie came out, because I would have loved to live in the moment with this phenomenon. I just want to thank you both for making such an amazing podcast. It really made me love the saga so much more. Keep up the fabulous work. Fabulous work. (laughs) Thank you so much, Michaela. And also, like, that is so cute, and I totally know how it feels to wish you had been alive for something else. Like, I feel that way about other things, too. So, or not, yeah. she was alive, but, um, no, sorry. <laughs> to wish that you were older during a time period when something was going on. Yeah. Um, I love that. Like, we've been hearing from so many people who are around, like, 14 years old. It's really nice that people are discovering the series for the first time and it's living on in a new generation. I feel that way about things, though. Like, I, I wish that I was a teenager in the 80s or something or... A lot of things that I really like from the 90s, it's like, oh, I was a little kid. <laughs> yeah, I wish I was alive for the O.J. Simpson thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really care about that, but okay, yes. 
same thing. So this is a, I haven't really fully read this yet, but this is, I think, a Team Jacob letter from our listener, Rachel. She says, hey, I'm a super big fan of the podcast. I'm also randomly rereading the series, and it's nice to be a part of your discussions and love the commentary. Personally, Eclipse is my favorite as a proud Team Jacob member. I could rant forever about this, but basically I think that the Edward-Bella relationship is so dysfunctional and problematic to the point where Bella loses herself and her sense of identity as the relationship progresses, as evidenced by her literal zombie state when he leaves. With Jacob, Bella starts to find herself more. She doesn't have to ask permission to do things. She can speak her mind freely, and Jacob treats her as an equal and is always honest with her to the best of his ability. He's not perfect and has his flaws, but that's what being a human is all about. At the end of Eclipse, she talks about how she saw it all during their kiss, the f- whole future that could have been or would have been if Edward hadn't had the pull he had on her. It shows that Bella and Jake really could have been so in love and have such a happy, fairly normal life, and that's just the direction I wish the books would have taken. So much so to the point where I've read some super awesome fanfics playing out the reality. I could totally recommend some if you're ever interested, lol. But generally, <laughs> <laughs> but generally still, I find myself so obsessed with the series and I have no real explanation for it all these years later, especially from a feminist perspective in 2019, because think like Bella... Because Think Like Bella is basically our own main female character. Whole personality is based on her relationship with the men around her. Edward, Jacob, Charlie. And it's like, come on, Bella. Love is not the most important thing in the world. You can survive without a man. You can be a strong, independent woman. Get it together. She's always depicted as, like, so scared I'm going to throw up and pass out. And I get that there are scary situations here, but I just wish Bella was a stronger character. So anyway, yeah, I have so many problems and things that need discussing with the series, but also love talking about it and hearing you guys talk about it. So thanks for making this podcast. And now you have a super passionate and interested listener. Can't wait for the next episode. Also, you guys Aww. should 1,000% read Midnight Sun because it totally outlines his jealousy and interest in Bella initially. It's always interesting to consider whether Edward draws to her was Edward's draw to her was solely because he couldn't read her mind and because her blood appealed to him like he just wanted what he couldn't have to the point where it became an obsession and a super unhealthy one at that I have thought about that too thank you so much Rachel for writing to us yeah thank you I hope that all of our Jacob hate in this episode didn't turn you off (laughs) yeah and I hope other Jacob fans listened far enough to hear this yeah, I I actually, like, as much as we, you know, shitted on Jacob in this episode, I do hear a lot of those points. I, yeah, I do hear too. I really understand them. And, yeah, I, I think there's a lot of merit to it. Yeah, as a feminist thing, like, I also think about it so much. I overthink it to the point where I'm like, why do I love Twilight? Why do I love it? And then it's like, well, I don't know. I guess I just have this – I just do. And it's kind of hard to rationalize and – it's weird. It's like, I think all these things are wrong, but then it's like part of me just wants to be free to love this because I'm not supposed to in a weird way. Or like, I don't know if that makes any sense, but. Yeah. Or I guess like not everything we love has to be a good example, I guess, True. you know, yeah. like I I love and as you do too, like I love Lana Del Rey and like in her song, she doesn't always make herself out to be like, you know, she yeah. like likes a lot of shitty guys, it seems. Yeah, I know. And not everything has to be perfect, per se. Yeah. And I like stories about people doing different kinds of things that aren't good for you. Like, 
drugs or even drinking and like there's a lot of things that are not great but like are we really gonna scrub all of our entertainment from everything no probably not so yeah I don't know it is problematic sometimes but you don't have to love every part of it yeah exactly that's true it's truth too like I understand the parts about Edward and like Bella definitely does like lose herself in this relationship Mm -hmm. we could talk about this for days yeah, we could. <laughs> but thanks so much, everybody, for your super kind and insightful messages. Yes. And I just want to say, like, if you guys ever want to send us voice recordings, I know we mentioned this before, totally, like, feel free to send us some. I think you can just send one to, like, our email or whatever. Yeah, that'd be wicked cool. Wicked cool. <laughs> well, thank you guys for listening to this probably gonna be another long one <laughs> hope you have an awesome day and we'll see you next time bye bye all right i'm peacing out you can contact us at another bite of twilight at gmail.com or find us on twitter tumblr and instagram at another bite of twilight the music is by Traces. See you next time.